I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. For a country desperate to delude itself into believing its fractures come from mere differences in philosophy and not white racial aggression, the inclusion of these stereotypes as quirky and benign as a sly ruse designed to assuage fears of white audiences through comic relief. For mixed race children, even in the dark ages of 1985, there was no such thing as black a black and white world. If you had a black parent, there was only one world, and it was the black world. You may have been mixed, but culturally, in the eyes of the dominant white society, and more importantly, the law, you were black. Even more importantly, whether you lived in a white community or a predominantly black one, or some rare place in between, you weren't white. You may have alternatively suffered and benefited from the colorism that corrodes the black community, but you were still black. And if you ever thought otherwise, someone, somewhere, reminded you of this fact of history, and probably harshly. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast, your host Rod and Karen. We're live on a Saturday, ready to do some feedback. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, uh, Spotify, until Monday october 26 monday 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 october 26 is over it's uh only on spotify some of y'all may have already seen our placeholder that we're gonna put on all the other podcast platforms so they know like hey go to spotify in case you mess around and you forget and monday come around you but like, oh i don't have no updates from ron and karen i don't mm. see no more episodes yeah what happened they on spotify mm-hmm. moving on up so just letting y'all know um but uh yeah you still got today and tomorrow's show um so you'll be able to get those um and of course you know goodbye to the people that can't make the move it's nothing personal but it's so hard it must be the money say goodbye that's not what i'm singing they say money don't let money change you it's gonna change a lot about me it's gonna change my address <laughs> kind of car i drive must be the money the clothes i wear um must be the money okay i can't afford them birkin bags but i might be able to move up to uh some burlington coat factory bags come on i'm just saying uh but yeah so make sure you all uh make that move with us today is a feedback show so we're gonna read your five-star reviews that you left on itunes and stitcher and i think with the placeholder being up you should be able to continue to leave five-star reviews if you're so inclined the show won't be on itunes but if you want to log into itunes and leave us a five-star review i mean as long as that placeholder is up i think you should be able to do that and we'll read them as long as they show up yeah we will continue to read them so you know maybe some people got a reprieve i know i already know what's gonna happen we're gonna move to spotify then we're gonna get a, a bunch of stragglers talking about how i didn't realize it was the last day to leave a review and now you you don't even have to pretend that you was gonna do it okay mm-hmm. we know for a fact that you didn't really forget you just didn't even want to do it okay come on because it's still up there and you can still do it you ain't got a lot of us the rest of us is judging you i don't care if you left a review yesterday you turn around to your neighbor and judge them you ain't got a lie craig you ain't got a lie Mm-mm. but we'll read our five star reviews we'll read our comments on the website we'll read our comments on the polls we'll read your emails uh that you can send to the blackout tips at gmail.com we'll listen to your voicemail 704-557-0186 mm-hmm. is the phone number as long as they're two minutes or less because they will get cut off um and i think that's about it um the excerpt that i read today was from full dissidents um and once again uh howard bryant wrote a hell of a book um 
and um this like that particular passage is about um he was talking about the show mixed dish mm-hmm. as a um as a sort of uh um starting point uh and saying how you know so much of the lie around biracial people is this idea that and biracial kind of proved the country to be a lie right because mm-hmm. it's this idea that you know listen you can grow up and you're your, your your uncle is i mean your father your, your your black side of your family's like this your white side of your family's like that and we just don't recognize that the eyes of your white side of your family who may love uh ronald reagan and duns and church and all this shit also would probably have an attachment to white supremacy mm-hmm. you know there's like that that's the the myth we take out of it that's the teeth we take out of the the thing or just we make it seem like and then of course black people they're just as traumatic they're just as you know like you know the black people may uh they may have problems with you because you're light-skinned and so isn't that the same and and isn't it both sides you know and it's and it's that lie that we've been telling for so long and i feel like biracial people kind of prove the lie because while they may get grief from you know black people uh, in some areas it's it's no comparison to an entire society founded on supremacy saying hey it's not that we're saying um it's not simply that we're saying that uh we hate you or something like that like we love you uh but you're not one of us yes yes because you know what i mean the, the, like the law is is saying that that's not just a individual personal mm-hmm. choice the rules are set up so that even if you go if you're one of those biracial people that goes no i recognize both sides of my family and i shouldn't have to be ashamed of my white dad or white mother any more than i would be of my black dad or black mom and it's like yeah but then you really are letting the world off the hook and you're really not recognizing the playing field that is not even and that is not fair and that you're not walking into an environment that says we don't want you to recognize your white mom no well you're walking into an environment that is telling you your white mom or your white dad is not enough to for you to be white yes as far as we're concerned they don't count and you know and that's and that's the reality of it you're not an exception to blackness and there are biracial people most of their life they knew they wouldn't they were not an exception but there are some that think that they're it that that they are the exception and baby you're not and and something that he said that is just powerful is like if you don't accept the reality somebody will talk to you about it and it's going to be harshly it's going to be white people going to smack you in the face with some supremacists and racism and black people are going to be like hey you know you're still a nigga you know you know you're still black this is something you can't run away from and we might not do it in the nicest manner too is it fair is it right no but we didn't make up the rules yeah it's just interesting because um like i said he's talking about the show mixed dish and the promote i didn't i don't watch that show but you know it's like the promotion of it does kind of do this two sides thing you know it's I, and, it, and and a lot of it's not i'm not trying to sing a lot of mixed dish it's all these that's the only way we allow biracial people to kind of create products it always has to be like i'm gonna present both sides y'all because aren't we all kind of 
in on this isn't it bad that we're all it's like if you completely don't care about power dynamics if you completely uh don't look at why black people are one way you know like to be like white people are black people are very wary of white people yes black but but, right and white people may be wary of black people would we like to examine why in america because we never really do we always Mm -hmm. stop at just uh george jefferson and archie bunker right and you're like there's a reason george jefferson is how he is and there and archie bunker whatever reason there may be for him i promise you it's not as shiny it's not as funny and quirky to look at the history behind archie bunker's views and the history behind george jefferson's views and we present them as equal you know when obama was running in 20 uh 2008 like he gave the speech on race and he brought up you know his the the preacher uh that everyone said he threw under the bus that was talking about goddamn america uh reverend wright Mm -hmm. as 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 if as if he could be elected president even shouting out or or pretending that that was cool like but you know twitter is different than the real world Mm -hmm. but um but but still he had to juxtapose those two things in a in a speech that essentially called both his uh white grandmother who was racist and reverend wright uh sort of equally like well this is equally the same problem it's like nah it's not but that's the lie you have to tell in america you cannot say no like black people's prejudice can be bad it can have bad results i'm not calling it good i don't think i don't think it is good i think you know i think we've seen you know we've seen black people be quote-unquote racist towards other people and i don't i never Mm -hmm. really co-sign that either Mm -mm. but at the same time nah it's not equal though yeah and it's not people that a lot of times people act like the way black people feel about society in the world black and brown people feel about society in the world is just it's osmosis we just made the shit up and that's not reality and if you think the shit is made up, yes, it's easy for you to say it's an even playing field. Yes, it's easy for you to to do those things that uh, act like the feelings and the emotions and the years of oppression don't matter. Uh, so when you paint it as a way of they are both equal, right, guys? We don't think it's equal and white people don't think it's equal because of white supremacy so they're superior so how can it be equal in a system that says that they're superior and identifying as black as a mixed race person is political Mm -hmm. because what happens when biracial people are successful white people want them to know to to then they want them to identify as not just black correct you know it's like we need to make sure and it's not just a that type of anti-blackness is not only germane to white people i mean we see it with no uh naomi osaka when people start calling her japanese putting it all in her bio on wikipedia and all this shit the second that she started winning but um and that's you know like i said that's not excusing black people who said or did racist shit though so don't 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 write me but um like identifying as black is political and that's why you see like stars who are biracial kind of have to either proclaim that or run away from that that's why yes, you see a, nothing in between yeah you see a tiger woods say cablin asian you mm-hmm. see um uh i can't even remember her name but the madison something the uh tennis player who was like 
you know so i'm like I, i'm kind of both tay Diggs talking about his kids and stuff kind of like and eh, we gonna recognize and be proud of the white side of this family as well like as if anyone was was making a claim like you need to be shamed to white people no right no one was doing but you but you're making a political choice it's the reason that if you go into some places right now to early vote and you wear a shirt that says black lives matter they will tell you you cannot vote because they say it's a political slogan being black is a political choice identifying as black political choice empathizing with black people political choice being black in america is political and some of these people are gonna run from it or at least try to explain it in a way that is non-threatening and and at less at worst non-threatening and at best subversive like let's give people credit you know I don't, i'm not one of these people that hates on kenya bird so you know mixed dish and um that may be a show that's trying to be subversive but it tells you something that you can't walk in the door and just say hey white racism is fucked up black people quirky black people got some shit about them not the same one of these is fucked up one of these isn't you have to slide it in and be like oh blowing up mixed race is just so crazy it's just wow it's so wow i got a grandpa that loved reagan and hunting with guns and and i and white jesus and my black family they love martin luther king and obama it's just the same thing on both sides it's like no it's not oh yeah and it's one of those things where in reality it's gray it's a lot of nuance between it and the thing is uh for a lot of uh mixed uh children they're loved from all sides which is actually a good thing yeah but you know it's like the world almost forces you to to (laughs) and and puts you in a bubble that's not fair to you because me as an individual if i'm raised by these people of course i love these people it's it's very understanding and for me it took me until i got older to have more understanding and compassion towards that as somebody who's been black all her life and never has my have had my blackness questioned and the reality is a lot of mixed children this is it's like they have no home because they're rejected from blackness a lot of black people reject them a lot of white people reject them you know black people as a whole would actually bring them in most black people will but you do have some black people that give them a hard time and those are the are the things that kind of gets to to a lot of their hearts versus the black people that go yeah you cool i don't got no problem with you i love you yeah yeah that's a big that's a big one for me because i think i think there's a bit of bias that we will have to confront in that Mm because if you're raised in a white household that many times houses anti-blackness sometimes without knowing it yes uh if you're raised around your white relatives that may house anti-blackness whether they know it or not mm-hmm. you may cherry pick from a couple of bad black people and be like see black people got they don't fuck with me either mm-hmm. um because they've been telling you that it's like how they tell you you're one of the good ones i watch documentaries on stuff like i know there was one where this black woman was raised thinking she was white uh, and it was obvious she wasn't and then eventually she found out that she was black and all this shit but her whole life her family had been telling her shit that was really anti-black but she just had a bit of accepting it so i'm sure when she was like and when i went to school i didn't fit in with the black kids anyway it's like yes you're coming from an environment that told you black people are essentially inferior yes and that you know if if anything you're one of the good ones but you're not like those blacks so it's not really an even playing field that's the thing i'm talking about 
we can't recognize the playing field isn't even so we end up with this kind of you know you don't really have a home that's not true you do have a home it's among black people unfortunately it's you don't have a choice is what you don't have and it's the only home you're gonna get because white people will not let you in their home unless you know you completely disavow blackness or you're willing to at least tolerate their levels of anti-blackness and that's a hard pill for people to swallow man like you know i remember uh we had a person on the show one time and uh we were it was our shadow dog show and she was talking about her white side of her family and her black side and everybody in the room you could just see like the energy sucked out of the room and Mm -hmm. the eyes rolling and shit and the thing for me was she it was like she was saying i was basically raised by white people uh i didn't really know my father his side of the family at all until i was like 15 so so now you know and she's not a, like a very old person but like she got sent down south to live with her black family for a while just to know blackness because mm-hmm. you you need these tools you yeah, need to you be do. equipped with this shit and you know that kind of thing is gonna mess with somebody for their whole lives it's yes like you know you she's, to she's gonna always be a little bit off the beaten path of what me and you consider blackness mm-hmm. because you can't undo that not, not completely no and, and that's the thing you're, you're you're still black but it's one of those things where they navigate the world a little differently and it's one of those things where like you said i had to learn how to have more compassion because i'm like nigga you black like what the hell are we talking about here like it's just that simple it's just that cut and dry but like I said, I've never been in their shoes. So for me, my, my, my experience in life is different than theirs. Yeah. And so it's just like, and I think it's all cause we like this myth of both sides and everything's even and shit. So, mm-hmm. um, I think that's where we get stuck. All right. Let's get into the show. I wish I could do TikTok dances. I feel like that's the right place to do it. Um, <laughs> all right, y'all. Let's get into um, the show, okay? We had people who took the time out to give us a little song, to put a little change on it, mm-hmm. to donate to the show. And uh, as always, we like to give them a shout out. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yes, it's revival time, y'all. Y'all don't forget. I dedicate this to depression, recession, and unemployment. Come on. Anthony G. Recurring donator, thank you very much. Uh, A brand new recurring donator. Go to the new members class, Anthony G. Okay, we need you in the new members class. Tom W. Michael S. Dana R. Bomani Jones. You might know him from ESPN. Noel W. Miss Hathaway. Nicholas Z. Laura E. Rhythm AC. Got a one-time donation from, I believe this is Miralande. I hope I said that right. If not, then Miraland. Uh, but thank you. Mm-hmm. Pete B. Uh, our girl Olivia from Chicago. Sonya B. Renate M. 
david from brooklyn is brooklyn in the house yes it is it It should be in the house because covid outside come on black film press comics ricka a pretty ricka what they call him joanna m johanna m not related at all i like the dollars y'all holding up in the air come on through pass around that collection plate christina n laura f chris from hawaii coming all the way in from hawaii triangle wine code shout out to some delicious wine and cal funny g finally thank you very much everyone who donated to the show we appreciate y'all mm-hmm. now go and play it pass play it around pass and play me out oh lord can't get off the floor you shaking i don't know what's going on okay oh she was over there talking in, in tongues oh my bad i didn't realize i was shaking the floor mm-hmm, my y'all, bad. she she passed out she did this every week <laughs> <laughs> here she go again i was behaving myself what are we talking about i'm just joking you know how people get the holy ghost during yes but I'm, I'm 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 behaving myself doing offering time I'm, you know i you know it's money time you ain't, i ain't trying to mess up the money this is an audio joke for those that hear this later all right if, if yep. i'm about to say if, if 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 that's the case y'all did a good uh, y'all did a bad job ushers why ain't y'all throw a sheet over me <laughs> gotta get my sweat towel out let's go episode 2201 game of thrones grits and guess the race was the title of this feedback episode eve said the who you finna try vine is uh, one of my ringtones i used to think he was saying better than me but he was actually saying i bet it ain't me it makes uh it makes the song make so much more sense lol <laughs> oh yeah that makes sense uh, yeah i couldn't rem- it's been so long since i've seen it because i think if i'm not mistaken that's the dude that showed because he didn't just do it that one time he did it for several comments but that was the one that caught on Mm -hmm. and he was showing you on the screen or something like these are the comments people are leaving in this facebook thread and Mm -hmm. then i'm gonna re-sing them yes uh karen your response to the caller dealing with discrimination issue at work was perfect it was compassionate and optimistic at the same time this is why i keep listening thank you thank you and and uh yeah karen was amazing Sea Baby says, I'm enjoying all the new songs. I especially appreciate the brother who did the long versions of songs, as well as the short versions so that Rod and Karen could talk over the music. Speaking of which, Rod, why did you get the instructions? Why don't you get the instructions for the game, games anymore? Oh, yeah, I guess I could. Mm-hmm, because for, for people coming in and listening for the first time. Yeah, yeah. my bad, Sea Baby. I just forgot. Like, with the new music, is I, I mean, you know, I'm getting into the groove. So that's on me yeah because with the music you you just get in the habit of here's the instructions on how you play yeah honestly if i was just somewhere and someone started playing the motherfucking double dare theme i think i would just start singing guess the race and doing the intro because i can't help myself <laughs> when you do something a few thousand times it's kind of pavlovian so yes give me give us a second to adjust to the new music and uh yeah. karen remind me if i forget i will i will so when the new listeners coming in they'll be like what, what what is happening what are they playing uh sometimes you know what's funny though sometimes i like to just not tell people the the joke <laughs> honestly like i know they had to figure it out i know it's kind of just a creative thing but uh comedic comedic wise sometimes it's better not to let them know you know what i mean <laughs> you just do the joke and then that that's part of the mystery and those who figure it out and get it you know eventually they're like oh my god the show is so great logan says can we get some Karen was right music too? When it happens, it warms my heart. Love the third eye song, Iman. Uh, you know what? Um, if someone wants to submit a Karen was right song, a little jingle, uh, please do. A little jingle. 
you know uh, i think rod was right is about 15 seconds so if you can keep it about 15 seconds of just how right karen is all the time and uh yes karen was right i'll, I'll make sure to add it to the rotation you know me the more the better i love these new segment songs and and jingles mm-hmm. kim doc says to that caller you're not alone ever we love you and send positive vibes your way i don't know if you are spiritual but i've been praying short prayers for your peace and restoration kim Aww. doc mm-hmm. kim doc out there being spiritual trying to help the babies i see you mm-hmm. uh we had the uh poll which is have you ever dealt with racism in the workplace yes but i just sort of took it yes and i reported it slash stood up for myself or no karen uh yes sir. i just sort of took it because i was a lot younger mm. like now would be a complete because i played the game long enough now i'd be like oh okay okay then i'll be like whoo you finna try straight to hr now before i didn't know the rules of the game mm. what was racist what happened and the thing is is that sometimes people don't realize it but we was in a um in a meeting with my boss's boss and uh at, at my old job and uh she had invited me to a meeting and i my boss didn't know i was going to be there and so uh, i think uh somebody asked a question or situation happened and my boss she was just so just nasty just out of nowhere and i was i couldn't comprehend you know what, what was happening what was going on i was like oh then i figured out oh because she didn't expect me to be here you know and my her boss was was black and she was white Mm. and so i don't think i think it may have been a thing where you know like why is karen here and instead of her basically talking separately to her boss about me being there because the only reason i came is because she she told me to come um and and in my mind and see that's one of those situations in my mind you can't just come out and say well this is racist Mm -hmm. you know but my thing was there were other people there too but you singled me out in front of everybody and made a scene Mm -hmm. you know and so it was one of them things where i kind of almost kind of caught off guard by it and like i said i was younger and i didn't know how to respond to it so i kind of just kind of just took it at that time and i was very distraught and very hurt uh like i said i've learned a lot over the years because it, it would be times where sometimes on my breaks i would call roderick and roderick helped me out a lot because he had been in corporate america a lot longer than me so i would ask roderick about these things and how do you navigate it and, and it's mm-hmm. very complex navigating a a white working environment that was never desired I, I i i always feel as though corporate america was never designed for black people right um and so when you used to dealing with people that are straightforward and tell you how they feel and, you know, just they don't him and ha about shit to going somewhere where everything is cloaked, everything is strategic, everything is, you know, purposeful, you know, and they, every it, it's just a different world. I, you, it's almost like they're speaking another language with their attitudes and the way they do. So I had to learn how how to speak whiteness and how to navigate around whiteness and once i understood that i know the cues and shit now i'll be like oh okay and now i will report your ass like i i I won't take that anymore but but if you're young and you don't know uh these are the things and and even if it was not racist it had been something enough to report to hr yeah i remember those phone calls you remember those how you used to call me Mm -hmm. we can let's do one right now hold on Hold on, man. It's my girl. Hold on. 
hello hey baby i'm 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 calling you because i'm mad because i used to be hot I, i'm mad and i'm upset and i don't I, i'm trying what's to figure on? out what you matter what's what's happening and what's going on I, I i i don't know if this shit is racist or not this white woman came out of nowhere and i'm trying to figure out how she fit and then did then the 15 minutes and i start crying at, your job? at, at my at my job she baby said, she said what no what she do it, it, it it's 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 kind of hard to explain because it's one of those things where i'm like i i don't know how to respond it's like all of a sudden she gets an attitude when i come she huffs and puffs she looks at me weird i don't know how to navigate this okay situation. you know what i i've been through this before let me give you the advice on okay. how to fix this okay mm-hmm. Now you get in there you tell these good white folks don't you mess up this money okay <laughs> you get in there you say please mr ma'am i'm so sorry i had no idea my poor little black brain must have got overheated and stepped out of my place <laughs> and i shows don't want no troubles and uh that'll fix it so i love you and i'll see you when you get home you giving some terrible advice sir well people ask how you get through it that's how uh all right the poll <laughs> results were yes but i sort of took it yes and i reported it stood up for myself or no i'm trying to think i feel like i as a black person i'm sure i must have experienced some racism Mm -hmm. but i don't feel like i feel like if it was either stuff like what karen just said where i wouldn't have went to hr just because i'm like it it was not overt enough to prove it correct or it's stuff that uh like uh yeah like i just feel like i didn't have an experience where i knew for a fact like yo this shit is because i'm black yeah there's no fucking way a white person would or they never gave me like that you know said the n-word or you know said some out of the way joke to me or something yeah i remember that time you were talking about like that business meeting where oh boy yeah uh so i had a boss that used to he used to cuss in the meetings and talk about you know this motherfucker here da 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 all this shit but if i just said like yeah man this son of a bitch he'd be like whoa calm down ron it's not that important and but that's you can't report that to hr there's nothing you know what i mean so uh i didn't have anything overt but see that's the thing we because the way we were raised we think we wouldn't report it but a lot of people would because they will they would be like a you ain't got no business cussing in the first place and then b you gonna call me out for it like like so it, yeah it depends but, on the person. well what i'm saying by i wouldn't report that is not i wouldn't report that because um uh i did feel like it was racist and i and i and i just wouldn't report it no i'm saying i don't even think that that was a good case like if someone reported that i would be like so you mad that when you cussed he was acting weird about you cussing but he cussed because hr is not gonna give a fuck <laughs> so like you know right. what i mean like that's less of a but people like, do come to them with shit like that yeah like mm-hmm. i think if someone says some some like overtly racist shit to me that's different but i don't know that's i guess that's just maybe maybe it is old school anyway it is it is because uh, there's a lot of things that we dealt with that a newer generation wouldn't deal with Mm-hmm. you know and i've just realized like some of the things well that yeah I, I guess in that situation when i'm thinking it because i'm not arguing that okay I'm, but on my i'm saying in that situation you're gonna look silly being like i couldn't when i cussed in the meaning he act weird yeah yeah like the, there's nothing there there's no there there you know what i'm saying like is is like it, it would have now if he would have said um if he would have reprimanded me or pull me to the side and be like hey you can't be cussing in the meetings 
so i'm like then okay yes if, or if my white co-workers would have been cussing in the meetings and um and 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 everything was cool but then when i cussed in the meeting i got like written up that that something like that was more actionable than i could tell this motherfucker was insecure about black people cussing you see what i'm saying yeah and and like i said it is just one of those things where uh it's an age thing and it's i think it's a generational thing and yeah it would because see the thing is i'm not saying i'm saying like i if i now if i was in the meeting and i didn't cuss and he was cussing because i think people in the chat i could see getting caught up on the cussing thing but that's 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 the thing you would need to like be he would need to be doing something i wasn't for me to be like i'm going to hr i'm not going to hr because they're just gonna be like what the fuck you was cussing in the meeting too get the fuck out of our office y'all both suspended yeah like like i like that's where a lot of people fuck up is they uh they do the thing and retaliate on their own and then they run up in the hr without a case that you know what i mean like 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 my friend where like i said she had a dude that they had a, a sexual relationship they had some you know back and forth on like email and text and shit and by the time that i think he got to hr first but by the time they fell out and she was like you harassing me i'm gonna go to hr he was able to be like she did these things as opposed to just going in there and because if she would have known she was gonna be going to hr i'm sure she would have chosen to act differently so that when he went in there she'd be like i didn't do shit this motherfucker just kept texting me he kept doing this there's nothing on the record for me threatening him being annoyed with him talking sideways to him but because he was able to have some of both so that's i didn't want to get hung up on this but that was my point in, in that meeting of, i would have been like yeah and i was cussing but the way i yeah when he uh, when i was cussing uh, he looked different at me than how he was looking at other people when they was cussing they'd be like y'all be cussing in meetings stop just stop stop cussing that meeting what about the email remember how that, that manager put that thing on your record yes once again can't prove them because i'm black right right and that, that, that's saying? the thing that's, it's, it's shit that happens yeah. to people that a lot of times you don't even it won't cross your mind that it's racist until later on like when you're in the moment no i felt it was racist that day i know what i can prove though every black person makes this equation we know what we can prove and we know what we feel you know what i mean i know in my bones like this is because i'm a black dude he like we actually have assholes in our department that don't get written up because they white people mm-hmm. and being an asshole at work is providence of whiteness oh yeah uh, but yes. but i wasn't being an asshole he in he inferred that i was and then wrote me up on my permanent record like a fucking kid to the to the tune of that so this is not to say that uh i've never experienced racism i've never experienced the kind you can prove is that the question can you prove it yeah well when i said have you ever dealt with racism in the work in the workplace yes but i just sort of took it yes and i reported stood up for myself i'm saying the reason i'm in the yes but i've just sort of took it is because i couldn't prove it okay but okay 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 well then that that if 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 you can prove it that's a whole nother question i think if you can prove it then you can do the yes and i reported it stood up for myself now i'm not saying listen you can stand up for yourself without proving it my personal belief is i'm gonna i would like to catch them red-handed i don't like i don't want to go into office into the office and make a case you see what i'm saying i want to go in there like this is the case this is what he said those are different scenarios yeah i guess i mean like i said if because a lot of shit happened that you can't prove so you have to let it go 
right but that like well now you're kind of talking in circles that's kind of the thing where you started in the beginning which is you feel you don't have you don't have to let it go somebody some people would go to hr yes with what i would consider a flimsy case and you probably gonna just end up getting sent back to your desk uh or whatever i just wouldn't you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. so like the both of the cases you outlined for me i could see someone being like i'm going to hr but it just I, to me i'd be like is i know as a lived experienced black person i know it's a waste of time now if i could if a motherfucker left a noose on my desk i know going to hr something about to happen you know even if it's me getting fired something about to happen because i'm not letting nothing happen after this shit just happened on my desk because it's so overtly racist but if it's like when i come in late the boss kind of says something but when white people come in late i notice they don't say as much harder to prove and that's true that's yeah and that's true and like i said that goes back back to in my opinion a generational difference because Mm. there are a lot of people of this generation oh they're going to hr they're like i am not taking nobody's bullshit i don't give a goddamn if i got a case or not i'm reporting it yeah i hope you i hope you're right honestly i I don't know i think yeah i don't know i hope you're right though because i think it's just a lot of uh to get the jobs in corporate america a lot of that is kind of weeding out the people that would make a make make a stink about shit Mm -hmm. so i don't know that corporate america is filled with all these like super woke black people i think online one of the reasons that we see so much um wokeness and i'm not the one and who you fit in the tribe better than me type of shit is because it's halfway fantasy that's true it's a, too place, now. it's a place you can go and you can make up this this version of yourself that yes. would like go in the office and strangle a motherfucker for looking at you sideways you like, you but in real life job. yeah but in real life if everybody was that fucking like own it, it <laughs> corporate america would been changed you know what of I mean? course so anyway that's a huge tangent um the poll results yes but i just sort of took it 58 percent uh yes and i responded reported it stood up for myself 33 percent and 10 percent said no and i just think honestly that probably is more about what kind of racism you experience yes yes you know the kind that me and karen just talked about where you like i think it's racist i know but it ain't textbook racist i can't like mm. write it down on a sheet of paper and prove it's racist yeah it's not in the email i wouldn't call the nigga in the email so i don't know you know fuck it yeah so you just go yeah i sort of took it so you know i can see why that would be 58 percent because i think most of your racism at work is going to fall in that category and yes, then you is. have a percentage of white racism that is like you know uh hey nigger did you do the reports and then that's hey, hey i'm going to report you okay and then i think finally you have that other percentage which is something fucked up did happen and i just took it you know which you know that 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 percentage i i mean it's gotta suck to be in um and t- <laughs> it was the big the big <laughs> the big reveal is that only 10 percent of our audience has worked at a job where they did not experience racism in the workplace eve says i voted yes and i took uh, took it only because it was subtle racism you can't really prove like for instance if more than two or three black co-workers are gathered it could be chatting about something work-related a white supervisor comes over to break it up while we're goofing off or being second guessed for the same thing a white co-worker said so glad i no longer work for corporate america mm-hmm yeah, that, and I think that's a, a, a reason why a lot of 
particularly black women actually just say fuck it i'll start my own business i'll do my own thing because they just tired of the watching and the monitoring and things like that and also it's one of those things where america you you taught that um white people are taught that uh, a job is deserved they have a right to a job you know and a lot of black people are bought in like you just better be thankful you got a job Mm-hmm. And so a lot of that plays into this too, because a lot of black people go, I just don't want to lose my job. Like it ain't whatever it is, it ain't worth losing my job. Doug B says, yes, it was a microaggression, so I just took it. It felt like I, it, it wasn't worth it to complain. Man, this is crazy. This is what me and Karen just said. Wish I could have uh, could have been like my mother who cussed out her boss for a racist remark, or my grandma who told her supervisor that if she ever pulled a racist stunt on her again, she cut her throat and fuck her up. But unfortunately, I'm not my ancestors yeah i think it's also just what kind of shit is it the microaggression shit and it, and it's really fucked up because it's just us talking to, oh i never read the reviews anyway it's just us talking about this supremacy that's really all this is, is us mm-hmm. being like i know the rules are already set up for i gotta walk in that motherfucker like matlock like i gotta walk up in there with exhibit a b c to win my case and if it's not like that i ain't gonna try right right and that does that literally does and i'm guilty it does us a disservice do you know how many white people bring them white ass tears in there with the most flimsiest fucking shit with the most fit she breathed she looked at me wrong oh my god wait we need to fire her and then next thing you know you in there looking stupid you know but yet for us we 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 want to have a caseload. We'll have emails. We'll have phone calls. We'll have text messages because the 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 proof the the level that we have to prove something is higher. They'll just take their word and they won't take our word, you know, for it. And and I think that that's where that supremacy kind of comes in because a lot of black people you have to think is this worth my job? And a lot of times too, it's about the personality because truth be told us as black people we even judge other black people for showing their asses at work don't act like you don't the people that do the shit that you wish you could do you judge them the people that be like no motherfucker no you ain't i'm not gonna deal with it that person right there even black people judge them for showing their asses in the workplace yeah absolutely i mean and then of course i mean there is the other side of niggas can be at work doing too much as well so yes it's just an individual thing like we all know the people that's like super sensitive and annoying at work we all know the people that don't stand up for themselves we've been the people that don't stand up for themselves we may even have been the people that are super fucking annoying but i mean one thing about corporate america is just it's not designed for blackness period Mm -hmm. so you're gonna have to fight or keep your head down but you're gonna have to pick like yeah because there ain't no in between yeah it's really no no in between like i know i just prefer to pick my battles on when because it wasn't like i walked into work and every day i just dealt with some bullshit Mm-mm. but it was just like i picked my battles you know there were certain times i'm like hey can i talk to you over here for a second can't do this you know what i mean and then there were other times it was just like uh, this you know like like my like my boss that was insecure about race like you just like i know it's a well-meaning quote-unquote liberal white dude but you know it's that it's, it's, it's just more annoying than anything i wasn't intimidated by it or scared but it was definitely fucking annoying you know another, i remember another time we had a corporate meeting where you it was like corporate taboos and questions and it was like you can ask questions about anything we're nothing's off limits if you want to know and so it. i i i got to ask a question 
and my question was like how come we don't have any black upper management at this company and it was funny because when i asked that like every employee in the session and there was probably like a couple hundred of us in the session and they had been asking questions but they were really tame questions Mm -hmm. and so when i asked that question at once you could see like every body in the room was uncomfortable that i asked that question at the same time in about like two seconds later you could see every black person in that room was appreciative that i asked that question correct and i didn't that and i wasn't able to ask it anonymously or anything like i just straight up asked and because i'm like if they gonna retaliate and get rid of me for asking this i mean dog what the, so I, I have no chance to be a manager any fucking way right and then the way they uh answered the question they just completely avoided the question and changed it to because the company was based out of another country they were like well we are diversifying we don't have we have four out of the five management it used to like all the management used to just be from this country but now we have an american manager who's the american head of the business over here and we have uh some women who have made it to the management status and you know in the building and i'm thinking like that's not that's not the question i asked right but that's what they consider diversity and there's right and there's and still there's no black people not no one you named was black so what the fuck is happening you see what i'm saying so uh that so i don't know i and i guess I, everybody everybody's looking at me like i was came and she's like who's been shaking the table uh but we'll we'll finish these comments and then go to the reviews uh big bang theory left a comment on episode uh 2202 are we done yet uh so where can i listen to the black capitalist drop that song is fire i mean whenever we play it on the show it is the shit but also um look you gotta go out there and fuck with felt five all right mm-hmm. uh he on the streaming platforms um every talent everything he submitted to us big flames mm-hmm. i don't know what to tell you dog like these joints if if you're not fucking with them now i don't like when because i mean the lip smacking good that's him come on that's my that's my bop i'm i'm trying to tell y'all now y'all better not never hope i get good enough that i have my own cooking show that might be fuck around to be the theme song uh three guys on is uh he let the he did the um title track for their podcast every week like mm-hmm. dude is amazingly talented yes, so he is um go check out his music follow him on social medias mm-hmm. uh sandler agony said what ice cube is doing with the cwba plan pretty much it illustrates why i don't think he's a smart person his interviews with roland martin and chris kumo pretty much i mean chris como pretty much told me what he's uh, all about him coming into these proceedings now is a stunt when you do nothing but regurgitate talking points from ados and anti-semitism and hoteps i can't help but see it for what it is his heart isn't in the right place since his contract is mainly for a certain subsection of black folks anyway black trans black children black women aren't considered either if anything i felt pretty bad for alicia garza trying to talk to him and the only thing she got out of it was a contract contact which even martin dropped the ball on that she's been working doing the work and essentially cube ignored it even if he isn't working for trump he's a proxy for it which is good enough info for me a coon gone coon yeah i mean yeah i don't i don't i 
i i can i can feel the conflict in a lot of um a lot of black people feel like a conflict about it because it's cute mm-hmm. and it's so weird to me not weird i do understand why but it's so obvious to me is what i mean it's so obviously that it's because he's a dude and we are just so we want kick gloves for the dudes yeah because if that was a woman a lot of people would they, they wouldn't tolerate it when it, i'm telling you uh it was very telling to me the response to ava duvernay mm-hmm. from people i know and like just the 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 amount of response for, to her compared to the amount of response to cube who was obviously doing way more trying to get attention going on these platforms the response to him has been so much like how do we bring these brothers in you know listen this is not a huge percentage but it's a big enough percentage of the community that we don't need to ostracize them we need to talk to them nicely and i'm like y'all the way y'all talked about ava the way y'all talk about michelle obama mm-hmm. the way like it's different yes sir like this shit is so different and, if, and it's like a, some of these people i'm talking about are people that are aware of the differences yes. and yet on a subconscious level they do it because mm-hmm. they can't not do it they don't even think about the bias that we're programmed with towards black women and this is you know me this is not a uh blanket all black women are great all black women are good don't i understand there's some black women that's problematic there's some yes, black women is. that blah 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 i'm not that's not what i'm trying to say i'm just saying in general the standards are so fucking different mm-hmm. and these, standards are higher yeah these dudes get to hang around the culture and be in the culture and even if they don't help anybody else they get to claim they help everybody ava duvernay literally helps people ice cube can come through and just be like i've been rapping about blackness and people go same thing we know he down with the community he's been rapping about blackness you know uh he came up with this in the summer you know <laughs> uh puff daddy wants to create an entire party you know like these these are very uh shaky standards that we're judging these men by um but yeah he was just on um uh fox soul they did a a show where he was a guest i'll play this clip but um i will tell you it's, it's like the clip is damning to me um just because he he was on there with four black women um it's their the show the queen show they have on there mm-hmm. and um it was so damning to me to watch this to be like bro you're you're you were confronted about not having anything about black women in this thing a month ago now two three weeks ago at least okay now you're still giving interviews you ain't thought about it yet I will tell you, we have to wrap. The show we're way over, but I just want to say, Cube, I, I hear what you're saying, but can I, I just want you to know, as black women, how we would feel with there's no mention specifically of black women in the contract of Black America. They do have. You're staying on top of that. I just act, told you you can write that up if you. Well, we, it's not. Our, we're not out here jumping on calls. We all, the, we all black, so we all. We're not. Cocktails of Queens is the show. He he's immediately. Uh, you can write that up if you want to. But that's not that's not a job you wrote a plan supposedly for black america you say you had help from ados you wrote the plan for black america with help from ados no one in your crew thought of black women okay 
let's say that was a good excuse a month ago when you were on that uh rolling martin and they asked you about it that was like just a week ago two weeks ago um the the woman uh for black women views asked you about it that was like three or four weeks ago you aren't writing a plan you just told these black women they should write their own write your, their own version or add to the plan for themselves how cute you can't be a black leader of some of us and this is why the fuck people are so reticent to look at cishet black male leadership it's because so often it is only focused on cishet black men that's it like uh what helps me helps y'all so i'm not gonna do shit for y'all unless i get mine first yeah that took it on economics it don't work in racism so why do you think it's going to work here and the enough and and the difference is because of the way society is set up what helps black women helps everybody in the community yes it does because just because of the way holistically black women have been sent are the center of what our community experiences that's not to say that it should be that way i mean it's kind of fucked up that black women can't really truly get a thing for themselves it's really like if if i get educated it's really to help the community get educated because Mm -hmm. blah blah blah. whereas black men a lot of times look at those things as escape like oh cool got my education bye you know what i mean um not to say all not to say most just a subsection for y'all right in but yeah y'all can write it yourself we're not meeting with jared kushner and donald trump about this you are so we, you can't say, well, if you don't okay. like it, add to it. You're out here. You took that job. You took that position. I'll write up the black woman's part of the contract for you. How many words do y'all want it to be? The, That's the attitude he coming with. What? How many words y'all want it to be? Like he got an attitude with them for saying we're not included in the contract and we believe we should be this is a month after he knew this was an issue so he didn't think he was gonna be asked again i just don't i just think he don't care dang thing is you guys are the experts but here we go again you just want to talk nobody want to help me just want to talk but y'all the experts on black women so why won't y'all help me so now it's their fault they didn't help him but he never reached out either right and he's mr i'm speaking for all black people because if you reached out believe you me somebody would have took the call here's my question why come he didn't help any of these black women that were already working in these fields for years and years and years now see that's the problem you can tell me hit a nerve with that so. yeah everybody started talking oh he, the nigga hit a nerve because everybody was like hey yeah he had a nerve because he was fucking wrong but yeah so i i think when you're looking at that example do you know what it made me think ice cube is treating black women the way he claims the democratic party is treating black people right because this whole thing was joe biden didn't want to meet with me right away and trump said they would meet with me and that you know basically fuck joe biden and them democrats blah 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 so how is that not what you just told black women for the last month i'll get to it later they biden and them said after the election is over they'll talk to me so he, what are you saying to black women like i'll talk to you when i feel like it. do the work yourself the, the, uh Which they- help, help me out which they've been doing anyway right without your help nor assistance 
so i just can't take him seriously man and i and like i said at best i i think he sounds just, just kind of ignorant and and yeah at best you know like it willfully ignorant to 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 the issues that people have with his plan mm-hmm. and uh, and you know at worst then he's gonna be being he's he's you know and then like i said at best being used as a puppet a tool to because that's why they put those photoshopped them trump hats on him and 50 cent because yes the, they don't respect him mm-hmm. they, they are not taking him ser- the republicans if the republicans were taking him seriously they're not photoshopping trump hats on him and circulating the picture from eric trump's account you're not doing that to a person you respect trump's account right they don't do that to people they respect no they don't do that to people whose plans they plan on implementing because they do that they do that to mascots they do that to black people they throw on the front of things and go look at us we aren't racist this black person this black person here has on a trump hat oh yeah you were never gonna get at the table like but biden them they're like look we're trying to win an election we'll talk to you about this afterwards is a reasonable response mm-hmm. like it really is you know because biden them was like you come into us with less than 30 days out may, may, it may have been 45 you know days out before it's time for the election this is not the time for us to focus on this and he has a plan it's not like he does not have something out there he has plans right, right. um the last thing i'll say too before we move on because you brought up alicia garza and i find this to be interesting uh sandler agony i've been seeing alicia gardner and i believe opal Tometi. um they were on twitter basically saying look we gotta vote for biden like they were trump ain't it he's the worst this is unconscionable we have to vote for biden <clears throat> here's what i find interesting about that in 20 20- 15 or 20 maybe even 2012 barack obama's in office i think either it's after ferguson so i can't remember the exact year but after ferguson obama's in office of course you know black activists are you know you know like hey this is a problem black lives matter let's go obama the president says y'all right um let's have a sit down let's talk about some solutions let's talk about what we can do from this office with this power and a lot of activists and if i'm not mistaken i believe black lives matter as an organization stance was we're not meeting with you correct um like we don't want to meet with you it's gonna compromise and then to the point where they was arguing on twitter with the people that did go mm-hmm and i can't remember if it was all of them or just some of them i just do remember that being a big fight yes. and people being like now what fucking sense does this make you have the dude in office who was willing to say what do you think the solutions are right and what can we as a as, actually wants to hear your voice what can we as an administration do and instead people looked at it like cloud chasing grandstanding they they flipped on the people that did go the people that you know the people that didn't go tried to play it off as like look how much more woke i am than them i won't even go right mm-hmm. okay we fast forward to 2016 there's still this anti-obama sentiment among some of the wokes online and people mm-hmm. are definitely promoting it there's also this thing of fuck hillary clinton too you yes. know there's that thing and then trump wins okay 
i believe we have like pussy hat march we have mm-hmm. the women's march yep somewhere along the line i can't and i think it was alicia garza i think it was she i think she was the first one to be like you know what um or it might have been patrice colors but one of them was like they wrote that thing we read it on the show where they yes, were like yo I, that. I was tripping i understand there is a greater evil yes we need to vote yeah that's what the women's march is doing we're, we're motivating people yeah, to mo- and you vote can, you gotta do white people gotta be involved you can yeah. you know right because we can't make we can't do this by ourselves right. we can't do this without without turning some white people like using white people in that power yes. to, to affect change right that was the thing right so i'm on twitter this weekend and i see you know like i said uh, uh tometi she's tweeting out like yo trump got family separated this is terrible mm-hmm. we gotta vote we gotta vote biden um and alicia garza says she had people like the fbi had to come to her house what yeah they had to come to her house to tell her that there was some man with her like name on the list where they found he had weapons and shit and a plan to like do her family harm and she said she's fine but but you know like vote biden like we this this president is an imminent danger a threat yes right so i say all that to say this i was saying that in 2012 i was saying that in 2014 i've been saying this shit and it's not on some like i'm not even gonna play the rob was right song because it's not even some gloating or funny shit it's not funny to me i would prefer not to be you not to be this right. is what the fuck i said would come to pass you know what i mean like this this um for all the like woke cred and shit that people you know get for for making these you know somewhat principled stances reality is a motherfucker and who's in charge of the country matters a whole whole lot it doesn't mean that that person's perfect it doesn't because it can't be possible for the person to be perfect because america's not perfect america is a heist america is a is a thievery that we just happen to live in it is a stolen thing yes it is that people it'll never ever be completely good or fixed or any of the things that they taught us as kids in elementary school Mm -hmm. none of that propaganda will ever be true but what we can do is try to mitigate the harm that it causes throughout the world and to each other and the only way to do that is to seize some of that power to because that's if not then you're just allowing it to wash over us and that's what 2016 to 2020 has been and there's nobody that i that i i would not believe you if you say you have a heart for black people Come you on. have a heart as an internationalist and you think the world is better off with trump as president i don't believe you no so these things some of us saw coming and we were derided for we were talked down to mm-hmm. we were mocked for and the biggest example of that is goddamn hillary clinton everything that he has done she has a videotape she joked about him and not joked about him but she had these speeches about do y'all want the president that tweets do y'all want a president that does this like she literally said a lot of the shit that he would do she has said it and she's like the prime example and they fucking rejected her at mass because she was telling him telling the country he is a piece of shit the people that support him are deplorable they have problems like it like it is going to be an issue and everybody said fuck you bitch yeah i like i said i just remember um 
you know i just remember reading that on the show and i'm i'm happy that you know because that's the thing people like to mock folks for coming around but i'm 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 happy me too that anybody will come around and be like we need to vote now because i'm not the same way i'm happy Shaq voted for the first time Mm -hmm. and i'm happy that snoop voted for the first time i'm not gonna mock them for Mm -hmm. that shit good that's the whole point of pushing people to vote i do want folks to do it more young people are voting right now uh so everyone was wrong about that shit when they said biden would get the youth vote guess what motherfuckers you're wrong uh you need to come in with all this type of da 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 not true um so uh that's that's the difference i think that we have to embrace but my point being it took and maybe because when you're in the thick of it or maybe you just have a certain belief system but it literally takes this existential threat for people to go oh oh there was an existential threat on the horizon it's like yes yeah and some of this is worse than other shit yes and sometimes it's one of those things where people are so busy and so wrapped up in their own shit that they don't actually look up to see what's on the horizon i really do think that's like they get so wrapped up in being right and proving their point and being on their high horses and having this more having this morality over everybody else go regardless what happened i can still gloat over everybody and say i was right but it's one of those things where i don't give a fuck about you you and your feelings and talking about you right you 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 don't see the destruction coming along the uh, along the horizon because you're too busy wrapped up in your own world you're fighting with people online which a lot of people did and they did not talk to people in the real world to actually find out what was happening it was alicia garza it was 2017 i'm putting the link in the chat um that that piece uh our cynicism will not build a movement or uh uh that that piece um yeah, and our it, collaboration will and i'm glad people are coming around i'm glad people actually found out in my opinion it we shouldn't have had to get here for you to see and 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 for people like me that's the part where i get pissed because i'm like y'all actually allowed us me to too. go through bullshit that me we too. didn't have to go through me too but i'm glad you're here now let's go me too uh there's another part too is that um i noticed the same people that were like vote shaming doesn't work do not mind piling on ice cube and the black men who are considering not voting or voting for trump make that make sense come on you've been telling me for four years vote shaming doesn't work and we need to leave these people alone and don't mock people and if you want to make that choice it's your right okay so now that ice cube is one of these people promoting black apathy because it aligns with the gender war shit now you're ready to come in and be like okay this is fucked up it's it's very telling yeah and truth be told i i really think a lot of black people actually thought they were going to be all right i'm all jokes aside because the only way you could respond the way you responded before is that you thought you was going to be all right you never thought the shit that he was doing would impact you to this level you were go- a lot of people thought oh okay but they never thought that it was going to impact you to this level they never thought that a pandemic was going to come and you're fucking without jobs you can't see your family and friends like they never thought it would get to this point and prior to the pandemic he it was a terrible anyway yeah and so it's just one of those things where it's like oh this directly affect me i only got twelve hundred dollars like i don't know that i don't know that black that they thought they'd be all right necessarily um in that type of like i got money or whatever 
uh but i think obama was so excellent as president that they took it for granted agreed and this is what all black people who do a great job at at their any it don't matter if you work at fucking kroger if you do a great job people start assuming that the job is not it's not hard right if you're black and you do anything great people go anyone can do that you know Mm -hmm. uh uh, they not doing it right Uh, i can do it better you know if bernie sanders started when obama was first elected from 2008 to 2012 uh Barry Sa- Bernie Sanders wanted to fucking primary Obama. Like, like everyone thinks they can just do it better. Even this idea that uh, Obama was weak and he compromised, and that's the reason things didn't get done. Up until then, we were lauding presidents for compromise. Bill Clinton was considered the, this great president for building compromises. It was only once it got to Obama that we went compromise is a bad thing. It's the wrong thing. And it was the first time that the Republicans were like, we're not compromising on anything. Not even for the betterment of the country. So this is my point that I was trying to get to earlier. Abdicating yourself from the vote is not um, hero, heroism. It's cowardice. And the reason is because is I believe as Americans we have a responsibility to frame this type of what our imperialistic country is you don't get to opt out of that Mm-mm. this is like when uh when someone says you have white privilege and a white person says i was born poor that's what black people do a lot of times when it comes to this, the voting thing like we like to play semantics like well i'm black i ain't got to do it's like no dog it's still what the decisions we make here affect everybody not just the people inside the country people outside the country yes so if your argument is that you care so much about everybody else you can't do that if you're white and you do that shit the, i'm not gonna vote i'm a write in harambe right so then you really don't give a fuck about anything you just said nope because the point is to to mitigate to to pull back the reins on the harm that we will do because we will do harm one way or another you know but do you want to do it this way with this motherfucker do you feel better because you didn't vote for him right or do you feel like because you didn't vote at all do you feel better does that does that make the pandemic less uh scary does that make what we do to other countries us polluting fires on the west coast not joining uh trying to get out of nato and the climate the the the, uh paris climate accords stupid as shit stuff like that does that make you feel better because you get to pat yourself on the back that you didn't vote at all what i see is a person that saw a train coming and said i'm not even gonna raise my voice or push anyone out the way you know what i mean that's what i see and you go nah i'm better than everyone i didn't do anything y'all tried to help look at you fools at least i didn't do anything and i let everyone get run over by the train that's how it feels i didn't do anything it's still a choice yep all right so let's get back to comments it's gonna be a long episode um but yeah you reminded me of that ice cube shit Mm -hmm. um so i had to talk about that kim oh and honestly like i said i'm not mocking the blm people Mm -mm. i i that's it it's it's more sad to me than anything else because it's like under this president i would have told you activists would be targeted in a way that was beyond even the shit that happened under the obama administration 
when because that, that was done with people doing checks and balances trying to rein those organizations in and being like leave people alone yes i can't imagine what it's like now go check out the uh netflix the trial of the chicago seven the government can come down on, with, with a president like this Psh. Anyway, Kim Doc says Andrew Gillum had the per- absolute perfect response to reaching out to black men on Bakari Sellers' Ringer podcast. Tough love and correction at the same time. Exactly what I needed to hear. If you have three minutes, check out this tweet that includes a video. Not sure if you can play it, but I just really enjoyed this framing on the topic. Uh, I don't know if I can play it or not. I know I just played the other one. Uh, anyway, uh, I'll check out the whole podcast. I like getting that stuff in, in context, but. Right yeah man absolutely like i think i think that is what you have to do but it's just telling that we don't feel that way about black women Mm-mm. black women is very much like bitch get back in line mm-hmm. how dare you say anything yeah it's not all this, all this gentleness and affirming and correction and gen- gentle correction and tough love it is it, totally different when it comes to our sisters it's like yo ass know what you're supposed to do ev says there's no early voting in my state pennsylvania but you can request a mail-in ballot and drop it off at official drop box i got my ballot last week filled it out dropped it off at the drop drop boxes past monday even got a sticker i was walking around smelling myself like that little girl on dr phil i'm not like the rest of you negroes (laughs) it felt great getting that email confirmation that my vote had been received and recorded because i don't want the problems people who vote on the third are going to face urge all my fellow pennsylvanians to early vote you can make appointments at some elections offices and get your ballot right there fill it out and turn it in right there you don't want those problems on the third and this being a battleground state the republicans will be up to their tricks monty says karen never relenting about not letting rod rent out a theater to watch pootie tang by himself was hilarious did she say she would slash the car tires laugh my ass off i think it's tempting to think of being in a movie theater again but for me it will require so much more than mental preparation than it does uh so much more mental preparation than it does for me to go on the subway and that's already like mission impossible style plan maybe i'll be there in 2022 sigh yeah i I was yeah i wasn't actually gonna go to the theater but it was funny (laughs) i I just can't imagine dying over pootie tang i can't explain Mm -hmm. that to anybody put that on my grave my gravestone just say sadate yeah i lost my husband on the tippy towel Mm -mm, mm -mm. will you be joining diddy's new political party our black party yes maybe or no karen no i also say no you know who else says no who 100 percent of our audience (laughs) oh this is the rare 100 percent. we normally have one or two people to go against the grain very rare 100 percent of our audience i mean like a rare like y'all y'all know we normally have you know three or four people they'd be like i'm just gonna be joking not even a troll nothing no, Agnes says the last thing we need is a fire festival bipartisan thing from someone who can't even pay his talent i don't even care if it works it's a straight up grift in which mr hold my vote hostage wasn't even planning on voting i find it funny with all the coming down to the wire these narcissists are doing whatever we ca- they can to take credit for the vp nomination of kamala harris and voting yeah that's the thing that's gonna be funny to me is if biden when biden wins these motherfuckers here will definitely be like if it was if it was wasn't for me i put us over the hunt with the black plan i put us over the hunt with the black party it was me like so it's branding it's not a movement it's branding 
when <laughs> this is gonna be like the green party but it's gonna be the black party we ain't gonna see puff for four more years when trump is yeah, in because it's one of those things where if, if they're if you if they're serious ice cube and all these people are serious after the election are they gonna disappear are we right. not gonna hear about that right. no more exactly uh with trump being in office is enough sad part is they'll get credit for the shit they had zero to do with them for just for notoriety like sean combs is doing for this i'm exhausted as fuck from people like him ice cube john sally and other black men allured by trump's brand of mediocrity and lastly steven says nah i won't be down with obp but i might listen to the soundtrack (laughs) yeah but will anyone get paid for performing on the soundtrack Mm-hmm. the poll uh episode 2203 was master uncle p's white rice um uh, b touch says uh this was the first i'd heard of anyone who preferred all civil rights documentary were in full color instead of being it instead of much of it being black and white however this inspired me to search through twitter and i found it so fairly widespread feeling as is the feeling karen expressed that editing the documentaries in black and white may have been done on purpose to make people feel more distant from the events yes uh to this led to yeah i don't know i don't know if it's on purpose i mean yeah i don't know if it's on purpose well he you know he he knows more than me he, he uh be touch is extremely smart so uh i'll just read this whole thing because i'm sure it's gonna have oh, okay answers. like like my, my my you know you you know me and my third eye that shit was done on purpose because anything in black and white people go oh that's old even if it happened yesterday yeah yeah i I hear you um i just assume that he'll you know he always has the facts when we have um the um the nerd off this led me to ask around to see if other people i knew directly felt this way because i know i was the weird kid who grew up with a black and white tv in the 1980s and to this day i have my you know i really want to see monochromatic movies right now moments i did talk to both yeah well v touch is extremely old school and shit like he loves you know like uh shazam comics from like the golden age and stuff Mm -hmm. like so he's he's more of a uh i don't know if it's a right if it's a word but like authenticist is what i like to say mm-hmm. he liked that old old shit i did talk to both a photographer friend who discussed using black and white for stylization stylization purposes and another who agreed with audience with the audience appeal potential of digitally colorized footage depicting history i also saw people wondering if the pictures were taken in color and desaturated on purpose thing is back in the 60s and before most on location news footage was in black and white because color film was expensive and hard to like for there's some color civil rights news footage available a lot of it is in the hbo documentary king in the wilderness for example as for digitally colorizing it, it's been used on a few documentaries recently, but back when Eyes on the Prize was made in 1987, film colorization was both extremely controversial, Congress, congressional hearing controversial, and given, uh, and gave uneven results. Even today, <clears throat> it's beyond what most documentary productions can afford to do. You have to hire a virtual effects studio to do it for you. And there's still controversy over whether it's considered tampering with history, 
more coverage uh linked to a smithsonian article um as far as uh hollywood feature films are concerned studios were basically shamed out of doing widespread colorization by again those congressional hearings and a very angry robert ebert roger ebert uh who who was mad that they cut a lot they uh they colorized casablanca apparently uh so a few exceptions it's a wonderful life for example only movies actually filmed in color are shown in color nowadays gone with the wind and the wizard of oz for example filmed in old technicolor process uh as were most old cartoons so now we have that mystery solved it's uh it's expensive and uh it was filmed in black and white yeah and it's still one of those things where like I said, because my third eye opened, why were people fighting against it? Like, I mean, I don't understand the expensiveness behind it, but some people actually managed to do it. So, um, I don't know. It had a congressional hearing on it. Um, uh, maybe some people felt, I, you know, I don't want to speculate. I don't know. I don't know, Karen. But I'm sure you can go look it up rather than just trying to rely on your third eye. I'm sure you can Google that and find out what the congressional hearing was about and <laughs> all that stuff so that you're not spreading misinformation on our platform. And uh, I'm sure people would love to be informed by whatever you find. I'm not making no promises. Okay. All right. So once again, it falls to me. All right. The poll was, <laughs> do you know which Maori sister is the cool one? Yes or no? Mm-mm. Karen says no. Fifty-three <laughs> percent of our audience says no. They don't know which one is the cool one. Forty-seven mm-hmm. percent say yes. So it's almost fifty-fifty. Ironic. We had eight comments. Katanya says, and by the cool one, I'd say that's t- Tamara. Tamara. And Ma says Tia. Tia dashing Maori Hardrick is the cool. Hardrick is the cool one. Tamara is the one with the suspect husband uh brooklyn shubay says it's tia because tam tam was on the real lonnie love always called tamara tam tam and that's why i remember her name now don't ask me to identify them by sight okay uh jane m says i can never remember so i always double check b touch says it's tia tamara is the one married to the fox news guy kim doc says ha ha what a poll and what results tia has always had more flavor than tamara but i do love a cooning ass tamara on the real meme it's not every day you hear a black woman married to a conservative hack say people call me a white man's whore yikes is dr umar being her mentions i guarantee you them hotels being her mentions yeah they do all day all night tish says tia is the cool one i used to look at her sideways because their adult years she looked at tamara like she wished she'd eaten her in the womb but i but i get it now tamara's goofy ass married a maggot and would make america great again uh and would occasionally try to gaslight us like he gaslit her y'all covered when she was on the reel and told us that she had to check her her he had to check her because she asked him if he wanted mayo on his sandwich and that yeah he said it was racist on the other hand <laughs> i mean is is there a non-racist mayo i mean is this 
you know between dukes and miracle whip what kind of argument is this on the other hand tia's black ass husband is a delight he stayed in a, at the hotel i worked at a couple of years ago and it was a great guest he was polite and introduced himself to me and shook my hand when he realized he hadn't met me he had met me a couple of days into his stay and he hates trump i can see why the sisters seem to have drifted apart because no way does a man who said the things he did sit at a table and make nice with tamara tamara's racist ass husband on a regular basis steven says isn't the one isn't the one married to the brother uh speaking of the maoris and this is definitely showing my age does anyone remember when the twins were part of a singing group called voices and they had a single called yeah 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 there's a youtube out there somewhere my younger self used to love this song and no one seems to remember it hmm if i heard the song i probably remember it but i don't remember Mm-mm. uh i wasn't really a maori sister stand like that i i was i missed that generation by a little bit like i, I didn't grow up on sister sister um i got was, bits and pieces of it but yeah we uh, yeah we missed that it was a little bit after me i was like a rugrats type of kid anyway uh comma comma uh i mean coma 2020 oh comma 2020 like kamala okay got it like kamala comma 2020 says i was trying to figure out because they spelled it like comma c-o-m-m-a ah. anyway the uh this is episode 2020 i mean 2204 covid's 11 uh comma says i love the new music i rewind episode three times to hear the lgbtq intro again brooklyn shubay says as a native new yorker from brooklyn i always laugh at your confusion about how blacks in nyc give dominicans and puerto ricans the n-word pass at 48 years old i seriously can't tell how why or when this will become a thing but we just consider them a part of the black nyc collective love all the new songs yeah man i don't understand it and it's i know it's probably frustrating but it's really my way of saying this isn't my lane this isn't my table if y'all uh listen to t with queen and jay if you want to hear two uh black women uh break down like how j-lo is violating the game and shit from their perspective because i don't feel comfortable saying i don't feel comfortable getting involved in that shit because i wouldn't be cool with none of it like there's no type of fucking not black person that i grew up around that was allowed to say that and if and if you were we just considered you black we didn't uh you know and, and maybe that's not maybe that's problematic but we didn't have a like you black like you can be black and something but you black yeah that yeah that you had to be black yeah you yeah like um i don't have no problem with dominic rivera saying nigga but uh, but because i look at him like a nick he a nigga too right so but but at the same time like i don't know what the fucking rules are everywhere for everybody and uh people talk like everyone from the same place and we not Mm-mm. you know so you know like down here jewish people just white yeah you you white so it's just you know shit is different different places i just try to recognize that and uh i remember i remember when fat joe came out and people was playing him in our you know in my high school and my boy was like yo check out this tape man fat joe and i listened to the shit and i looked at the cover i was like he can't be saying nigga what is this is he black like that was the whole discussion i to this day i mean i'm not saying fat joe ain't good but to this day i don't think i have ever really got i didn't get to be a fan of him because of where i'm from and how we treat the n-word versus how other people do outside of this area and so for a large for a large part a lot of people just kind of on the outside i think do what i do 
if the motherfuckers in new york seem to be cool with the person then i'm just gonna have to be like i guess that's their rules you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. for ex- like big pun mm-hmm. somehow muff- that's just the rules up there he's cool fat yeah. joe that's the rules and up the there rules he cool. only apply to the men and the women don't get it right somehow you know what i mean i don't know why the you know no that's not true the women don't get it from the women because it's you know men are i think the men that try to fuck j-lo and shit they probably they let her care. say whatever yeah but the the women that that for some reason it's always it always stops right at the women so i, I don't know it's just confusing yeah to me. it doesn't say it just depends on where you are like you black in something i'm cool yeah and then yeah yeah i'll just leave it alone uh i never understood the n-word pass for new yorkers either it's strange to me to that pe- to have to share that the half people that don't share the black american experience say the n-word hell i didn't say it until my 40s it's because my parents didn't allow that talk in their house and it stayed my guess is because there are so many diverse cultures in nyc from the caribbeans that they made up their own rules people say that asians in the bay and other parts of cali say the n-word i don't get it the rule that i know is don't say that word in the south unless you're black there will be there will, yeah there'll be problems that's the only one i know i answered no to the poll because i don't count apples as just apples okay i didn't we ain't got to the poll yet but thanks stella yeah i i only know the one rule that i grew up on everybody else y'all do what y'all do uh i'm a new yorker born and bred says classic r&b lover and currently residing in the only black people i've ever heard allowed non-black people to use the n-word are black men not a slam just an observation since the majority of people i have been around who use the word conversationally are black men and black and black people involved in relationships with non-black people whether that relationship is romantic or they grew up with the non-black people their families are close so they are considered an extension but as a whole i have not experienced letting dominicans or puerto ricans use the word however that could just be my experience once again i don't know uh, i'll take your word for it i do think with black dudes uh there's probably more lenience and especially if they trying to fuck i mean look if a nigga is trying to fuck somebody you you can't put nothing past them oh it don't matter you know what i mean <laughs> like it's no logical reason you're gonna be able to put on that shit that they won't be like but i'm trying to fuck though so it could be that simple i don't know but some of this shit was like like fat joe and and big pun and them niggas they kick it with in the community with black people black women in their crew rod diggers in the crew like it, it and and that's the thing i don't even see black women coming for them like that Mm-mm. like there is like the way that people come for like um uh a j-lo or something you're not gonna ever see that for those dudes period from any collection of black people and maybe it's just that black male patriarchy is so strong mm-hmm. i don't know because because then it will cover j-lo so i don't know i actually don't know y'all uh p.s i made sure to follow the black Tips on spotify that caused me to remember why i use the apple podcast app spotify does not allow automatic downloads as someone who usually listens while driving and while out walking or running errands the ability to set, have your show appear in my feed was great i guess this old doll had to learn new tricks or remind herself to check spotify hit the download button before leaving my house in the morning yeah 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 you can download i guess uh okay you know i'm gonna write that down i'll bring it up to them mm-hmm. yeah, bring it up to them bring it up in the meeting automatic download setting mm-hmm. all right we'll see if we can get them to if they're working on that or we can get them to work on that mm-hmm. great point um let's see uh kim doc says as a new yorker 
i've never given j-lo a pass i'm not sure she's ever really apologized and it doesn't really matter to me i think the fact that the hip-hop tastemakers like russell and puff grant the ultimate pass black men never really stepped up to object uh, object yeah i mean plus they want to fuck you just you're not if motherfuckers cape for yes jewels they're gonna cape for j-lo mm-hmm. it's just you know you can never put that past niggas if they want to fuck it's essentially no rules uh i saw like i i don't know these people and it was just a a twitter like someone took a screenshot but there was some white woman who said like fuck it i say it i love nigger dick and there were black men responding in the comments being like yes finally you said it that's what i'm talking about if motherfuckers want to fuck genre porn yeah but if motherfuckers my point being if motherfuckers want to fuck they will excuse so much shit mm-hmm. that it is un is is i can't relate to all that you know what i mean it's, that's crazy you know the industry never listens to the objections of women slash female shaking my head one thing i do know is the late 90s when there were rumors of eminem having a tirade and saying the n-word it made the news outlets it was a choppy audio recording but people in ny stopped supporting him slowly although they came back when the renegade verse dropped so definitely he definitely didn't get have a pass but fat joe and pun sure did and so did latin women yeah you know what's funny about the eminem shit i remember that it was mostly benzino's beef with him when benzino was at the uh he used to control the source and he basically tried to manufacture a takedown of eminem with this tape that the grainy audio and a mixtape that he never released where he had his girlfriend broke up with him she was black and he started he was in high school and he started rapping saying the n-word and shit in the verse and um one probably because it was really before the internet was like ubiquitous like it is now where mm-hmm. we all have social media and it's easy to upload stuff so it didn't really get shared that much it hurt eminem a little bit as far as like some niggas who already was hoping to tell the world that he was no good right they were finally able to be like see i told you the racist cracker he's just a white boy and it didn't really work though because i would say what really happened was that was right about the time he started putting out whack music and then the second that he started putting out good music again everybody was like oh yeah fuck it he he cool like it really like i don't even think that he truly got um canceled or anything he did mm-hmm. apologize for it and also remember another thing benzino tried at that time they had concert footage of audio of when they went overseas and they were performing songs and he was performing with dr dre and snoop and all them and you know the chronic uh the death row not death row aftermath aftermath they have artists on the label black people that say the n-word in their songs and shit mm-hmm. so eminem is rapping on stage in the like with those like like in the parts where like uh you have a like if i'm rapping karen will be rapping the ad-libs and so you know when you have five or six rappers on stage we all do the ad-libs mm-hmm. so it's like if there was an ad-lib that required you to say nigga like if the chorus was like you know niggas ain't shit but the da 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 so snoop so so eminem snoop dog dr dre up there like niggas ain't shit and they would be like look at him he's saying the n-word it was like y'all are not gonna be able to make this stick like the only thing that can make eminem not pop is if he whack and that's, that's it the truth that's, anyway that's, that's how the game is the rap 
but yeah like you said fat joe and pun they never got called out Mm-mm. yep and she said and so do latin women they get the pass too i guess out yeah i said it varies here Mm-mm. there was a girl on love and hip-hop mariah lynn who looked like a white girl to me who had a song and the song is a bop by the way but she had a song <laughs> where she was talking about niggas in it and i was just like on a on a cast of people that don't do nothing but punch each other in the face no one had a problem with this black women be in your face every day on this show nobody got a problem with you rapping about niggas in your okay and the song is a bop maybe they thought it was a bop yeah and back to your thing they want to fuck her no i'm talking about black women on the show who punch other women on the show all the time oh yeah the dudes they gave her a pass too no one brought this shit up i listened to this, i was surprised because i i love the chorus like once upon a time not long ago i, I was, was a hoe yes right and i remember that bop and then some of the lyrics is like and niggas this and nigga that and i was like oh mariah lynn what's going on and nobody said shit i don't know the rules love and hip-hop new york y'all go look up the season uh Jaden and willow definitely eve says Jaden and willow definitely got a lot of flack from black people for being different it was only when white people started piling on that black people started defending them kudos to will and jada because both kids seem to have high emotional intelligence and we need more of that in this world yep yep i you know i i, I can't even deny it and i know a lot of it was based on like homophobia and shit too because uh there was a point where Jaden was dressing in dresses and skirts and shit mm-hmm. and willow um, cut her hair right mm-hmm. so you know and it was a it was before people got as woke as they are now um and it's still why i say uh people are giving it's i i'm not knocking it i think it's better for the world but people are giving zaya wade a lot of room because of Dwayne wade and our hero worship of him yes if it's it wasn't not, for him it'd have been a whole nother story it's not a true like it's not it's not a true like acceptance of that because i want to say it's either like charlize theron or angelina jolie or somebody but they have a black child um from like that they adopted or something and people were like she let she made him wear a dress and shit like that where you're just like oh so Dwayne Wade you're you're quiet because he's so popular and well liked yes it's, it ain't about Zaya Wade and her autonomy at all no it's about the covering of that man you let that have been just Gabby by herself oh she she'd have never heard she'd have been hearing it forever yeah I, yeah I really do think it's because it's because of Dwayne and his overt like this is my child i love her yeah, and i'm a manly and, man yeah none mm-hmm. of y'all can say shit to me come on so yeah um but yeah it's just it's just interesting to me how people do it but yeah that was kind of before a woke time have you ever gotten an apple for halloween yes or no karen no me neither um 40 percent said yes i'm shocked y'all got a whole ass apple where y'all go church to get y'all candy they got y'all apple slices with the caramel dip i don't understand did they buy it from the grocery store uh brooklyn shoe bay so 40 percent say yes 60 percent said no i'd have been highly upset handing me an apple y'all live in utah right brooklyn shoe bay says never got fruit my grandma mother's landlord would give my brother and i 50 pennies wrapped up in four for halloween interesting uh i guess i would have thrown the pennies at his house uh james says my aunt well these dits come from on my side my my aunt flossie 
the and aunt ola come on aunt flossie ola old school my grandma's best friends gave me apples and oranges but they also loaded me up with candy so everything was good yep i would have messed their house up if i would have just got the fruit last one for the week hbcu hogwarts our last recap of lovecraft country big bank says so i'm in silence after watching this show this is an amazing season i hope they have a season two i holler when titus told christina those niggers have the book and they snatched his ass back but there are a few things i would like to see next season speaking it into existence i would like to know about the other woman tick was with in gia's vision yeah the one before he caught the bus also we had to see diana tie king up to a tree when she go out to school speaking of trees we didn't see the trees uh as a black gay man i'm sad oh we didn't see the tree trees tree i guess my trees my tree uh uh oh tree that nigga i forgot about tree Mm -mm, he disappeared he went out he they dropped him off we never see him no more so you wanted to see Tree's dick. I did not think Tree was that attractive. Mm-hmm. I didn't, but look, I'm not knocking it. Mm-hmm. Whatever floats your boat, okay? I wanted everyone on the show naked. Uh, <laughs> we didn't get to see Tree's tree, and as a black gay man, I'm sad, angry, and disappointed. Oh, poor thing. I've written long enough, amazing review. Karen and Rod, oh, uh, Karen and Rock, oh, and Rod was right. Thank you, Big Bank. Far says, point of information, Karen, you weren't wrong. The Bobby Brown Ghostbusters 2 song was absolutely named on our own. Okay. I, I was right about something. Cause I was like, I remember that, 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 uh, as the chorus. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for the finale, nigga, yeah, they beasted on this shit. I knew Misha Green was about it from underground, but this is beyond. I love that the approach of a black woman at the helm of a show like this isn't simply to put a black face on the motivation and actions of white characters. They completely reimagine black power rather than just recreating a patriarchal hierarchy with a black man at the head replacing a white one. There is something distinctly dope about having D be the younger generation that's not simply holding on harmful structures because they've always been there. I'm so excited to watch this shit again. I'd love more, but if this is it, this is it. This show is a combination of black storytelling, no holding back, nothing off the table swung for the damn fences it was a home run mm-hmm. i agree uh we gotta do we're doing a panel sunday at 3 30 p.m eastern time i believe mm-hmm. uh with four hour nerds so i'm looking forward to that but that'll probably be the first and only time i'm talking to other people about the show because um some of the discussions around it to me have been so fucked up for mm-hmm. lack of just a better word like there is a contingent of black woke people that are trying to tear this black woman show down right in a way that they just did not for other shows and specifically only for this show and when they turned out to be wrong about the storytelling they now have flipped it into saying that um ruby's storyline was colorist um which i'm not gonna debate you pick you can pick and choose and say that it is or not what i would say is it's a show with more than there's a lot of dark-skinned black people on this show yes so to say this one storyline i didn't like the way it ended so the so the the creator of the show is colorist and then ignore all the other characters is to me is ridiculous and 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 it feels like i remember because i had this insecurity maybe people can relate to it uh i had this insecurity about black lightning when they had a storyline where the wife lynn mm-hmm. or ex-wife i guess was 
on drugs mm-hmm. and i was like fuck man why they always gotta put us on drugs in these shows blah blah, blah. and then i stopped and thought about it and i said everyone on the fucking show is black everybody if one black person on a show of a roster of 35 black people has a drug problem as their plot line there's actually nothing wrong with that right because you didn't say all the black people are on drugs you didn't say we have one black character and guess what they on drugs at some point i have to be like yes this is diversity of story we can yes. still tell this story it doesn't become emblematic of all black people or, or, or whatever it's just a storyline it doesn't necessarily mean i have to like the storyline but it doesn't mean the creator of this story now thinks black people are on crack right that's the point Agreed. and i think that's how i look at the ruby thing where it's like you don't have to like her storyline you can feel it fell into some tropes but it is d story in the tropes is hippolyta story in the tropes is montrose story in the trope is tick stories in the tropes at some point you have to stop and be like well okay like this is not a show that just went dark-skinned black person let me show you what's fucked up about dark-skinned black person and of course the light-skinned person is perfect and flawless which is not true on this show not true so i don't know man i just it just felt like they moved a goalpost in a way to make sure they can hate the show yeah and a lot of times it's, it's their it's their own um insecurity shining like like this is something that this has nothing to do with the show something that a way that you feel and you struggle with offline and you bought it here yeah it's like they went and and they form community around this and so they go from they go from like the this is the problem with the show and then when the show disproves that they just move it because the community has already decided to hate it mm-hmm. uh, and and it's so weird how they pick and choose because when it was that white man damon Lindelof shit it just wasn't the same energy man it's been bothering me all week anyway uh next comment marcik i think or Mar- uh says or marcy k says there should definitely be more seasons of the show there's plenty of lore and imagery to draw from and i would love to see a storyline where black people reform the world using magic i want to see all the wrongs righted and more show gods eating races every black person who was butchered in this country has now been rescued from that fate and now black people are the majority population the reality is that black people should have been a much larger portion of the population all along all the races have been eaten and uh wakanda like land is established but america melting pot style anyway my theory is that magic was always black people to start with the language of adam if there was an adam he had to have been black after all also the spoken language doesn't sound like any of the main languages of europe or asia so either african or something older and the writing is uh cuneiform so white people who were using it had stolen it from their enslaved people which is another direction the show could go delving into that history oh and when letty said that white people couldn't use magic anymore i started clapping like a crazy person not only is that exactly what it deserved but i couldn't help but be filled with glee knowing it would piss off some white viewers knee-jerk reactions can sometimes lead to introspection and change i know plenty of white liberals will be triggered by that one part and hopefully they will be able to ask themselves why this show is so beautifully crafted and nothing is by chance i don't want to know what kind of white person made it to episode 10 before and then was shocked at that <laughs> like if you made the episode 10 what show are you watching that you was like i can't believe this the white people were the bad guys all along uh big bank says hey sorry forgot to point out a little easter egg in the scene where the gang was driving in woody the song they were singing was a song ruby didn't want to sing when they requested at the block party oh i didn't even notice that yeah so her so her singing people to be like yeah 
well she didn't really like that song maybe but then the argument could be that you know for the sake of family and the fact that they were all getting along she was singing it in the car because like if it was the real ruby mm-hmm. like she was just in a better place yes so but yeah that's that is interesting another thing i saw someone point out that uh hippolyta spacecraft in her episode i am mm-hmm. looks like woody mm-hmm. like if you look at the pictures of that versus the woody the car it's, it's the same color scheme and the wood paneling and everything i didn't realize that they thought of everything Iman says cue me crying woody, woody might mess around and been and been alien all along who knows <laughs> Cue me crying, Googling, throwing a Boston because I still don't know how to play spades. Uh, please don't take my black card. Mm-hmm. Well, You're I, not the only one, baby. Uh-uh. No, I'm going to stop you right there, Karen. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm getting a little damn tired of you black people who are proud to not know how to play spades. Okay? I know what this is. You pretending to be ashamed, but you didn't have to tell us you don't know how to play spades. Like, what's more likely? a motherfucking vegan to tell you they're a vegan or a motherfucking black person that don't know how to play spades and inject it into the conversation okay you Context alone. just go along to get along it's like black people to tell you they're not gonna vote you didn't need to make it your bio on twitter you can just not vote and don't tell nobody Mm-mm. nobody's checking on you okay you good with me baby Mm-mm-mm. I, I, I just don't want you to be slick okay you're not tricking me i know you wanted us to know you don't know how to play spades okay mm-hmm. now that i think about it it's really surprising that all three of them made it out of the temple of doom in episode four because not knowing how to swim is prevalent in the black community yeah yeah if misha would have did that these the woke niggas would have had heart attacks that night mm-hmm. why black people don't know how to swim it would been woo. wonderful recap as always y'all i also wrote an right, email like, like a lot of black people don't yeah because i know i don't I guess I'm doing the space thing. I ain't have to tell y'all, but no, I don't know how to swim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just made it about me. Boom! <laughs> I also wrote an email song and keep this short, but I've been journaling about Hattie's line and not letting your fears cripple the next generation. There were so many things I wanted to do, but I would have been the only or the first black Muslim woman to do them, so I abandoned those dreams because my parents' fears. To my to their credit, my parents now trying to write those mental hurdles now that they're adults. And honestly, it's not just all on them. I had a handful of white teachers at my magnet school say damaging things as well. But that line really resonated with me. I'd love a second season, but I'm okay if they don't love y'all. Am I? Thank you. Thank you. Ramsey D. Jenkins says five whole stars lovecraft country and watchmen have me wanting more black and brown people understanding the knowledge of all things that were destroyed and stolen and taken from us glad you and can review the first season misha green's crazy bloody truthful blow love letter to black people especially women yeah that black woman rage thing is gonna stick with me forever i never seen a show do this Mm-mm. kim doc says i love this show and the showrunners i have complete faith that they will bring fire content that is set apart from the book things because misha green has proven herself in the ability to have the best creative team around her i love to see how they reincorporate ruby into the fold because let's face it there's no way one me is done with this series she can't be right well i don't know either way i know they will make it make sense because they always did yeah the thing that's weird is that in a world with magic and all this stuff and unlimited potential uh we know ruby is in a coma because of what um 
christina does to people in order to turn into them Mm -hmm. it's not beyond reason that they could fucking just bring the character back like that was that was also weird when people was like shitting on i was like if they get a season two they could easily just be like and they fucking brought ruby back Mm -hmm. um they now had this book and they now can do shit that they couldn't do before yep so anyway journey angino uh jada michael k and perhaps even jamie although i think the cameo served its purpose our powerhouse team we ha- we can have time travel evolution of d raising baby george as a community whatever hippolyta finna get into and of course letty fucking lewis and her magic they got this eve says i would be content if there were no more episodes of lovecraft country it ended perfectly this was an amazing show and i would recommend it to everyone thanks for recapping all that being said i stand by my earlier statement fuck them kids <laughs> i know eve thinks that's a position of strength but <laughs> that's really not that's like how trump she, just says i'm not gonna change my mind she didn't like henry she yeah she really on that fuck them kids train it's like how trump says he won't change his mind about something and he think it make him like strong and i'm like no it just mean you weak <laughs> we have all this new information that shows that that was not a good decision well and, at least they're keeping that same energy right yeah yeah that's the lowest bar possible the, the trump bar <laughs> at least he's still not wearing a mask after getting covid like get out of here uh should they do a season two of lovecraft country yes i want more no it ended perfectly 69 percent say yes they want more karen what do you think it ended perfectly 31 percent say no it ended perfectly man i would have left a third option for myself because i could take it or leave leave it but uh since i have to choose i'm gonna go with yes i want more i love this creative team i love misha green i love this triple a budget they got um i love the 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 recaps that we've been doing of it so mm-hmm. i'd love to be able to do that again blue man group says side man what can i say the levels to this masterpiece chef's kiss masterful execution on the part of all parties involved and man what a way to end the season i hate i missed the live recap but this is good enough for me personally i love the show and the only reason i don't want it to continue is that i want Misha green to have all of the things i love this beautiful homage to blackness our inherent magic the strength of our women but if she does choose to do a second season y'all best believe i'm gonna be in that thing with bells on rocking my hogwarts hbcu letterman jacket and my phi beta sigma baseball hat come on bless the name of the school of magic for black folks uh it's gonna reflect african and Amer- african-american heritage i'm thinking muhammad johnson's university of melanated magic users <laughs> where the good dr letitia lewis black lewis is black because she's from 87 and will never drop a last name is our headmistress uh black jesus forgive me i meant to say dr letitia lewis freeman look at me out here subconsciously cooning dr dre uh-huh. i mean dre says i voted no it ended perfectly because i really enjoyed the show and would be okay okay with one and done but if they decide to do a season two i'm definitely watching mm-hmm. and steven says yes i would love for them to come out with chapter two but they also wrapped things up pretty nicely like watchmen did so i won't be surprised if this is a one-off yeah i feel y'all on all that uh let's get to some of these reviews i forgot to read the beginning okay long overdue i've been listening to blackout tips forever Rod and karen are the best i'm so excited for their next chapter on spotify i couldn't let them transition without leaving my first five-star review for any podcast ever by aisha af thank you now does aisha af mean that you are aisha as fuck because if so that's amazing it's like Mm -hmm. you like the most aisha on it you like the most aisha aisha so glad to meet you (laughs) 
help myself uh best people on earth we're old right <laughs> right you know half the crowd was like what the hell are they talking about best people on earth five stars by k tots who says rod and karen i've yes. been listening to the show since 2014 i found your show after being very disappointed in another show's comments on ferguson i don't even remember the episode that i first listened to but uh whatever it was it hooked me your podcast the first podcast i ever donated to and the first podcast i ever purchased merch from i always make my mom listen to guest the race whenever her and i are in the car together i can say that listening to this show has made me a better person the show has taught me a lot about race and how to talk or how not to talk about race as a white person you two feel like family at this point i've heard your voices in my ears for six years and let's be real it's the longest relationship i've ever had <laughs> i love you guys i'm so excited to see what the future holds for you two for two of my favorite people thank you for being you and for blessing my life and the world with your work katie thank you katie oh, thank you sweetie shout out to your moms mm-hmm. uh she hopefully she's not too good at guest race you know what i'm saying uh the deadline is coming this is from nolan J, who says it has taken me way too long to write a review i'm so happy for you are now black capitalists get to the money thank get you to the money. we shall serious laughs this is from l alexandria who says this review is so overdue but i had to put in my two cents this podcast has everything you could ever want karen and rod cover the important news over the of the day with smart and nuanced commentary almost every show begins with a song book quote or poem which i love because it motivates me to read more and explore other musicians the show is balanced with serious topics and funny stories so it's not too heavy most of the time what i enjoy most about the show what i enjoy most about the show is they always cover the stories that are important to me and Ryder does all the heavy lifting <laughs> my career requires he does the heavy lifting why because he's the man my career requires me to do a lot of reading so i'm not always able to do a deep dive on every issue or do a lot of long-form reading but Ryder has the time and he will cover it on the show this show has definitely saved me a lot of time yeah i think it's because as a listener of other podcasts i get so annoyed when someone wants to talk about a thing on their show but they refuse to to know the thing right and inform themselves and i'm not saying obviously we're human we do a lot of shows we you know it's impossible for us to know everything but i try to be upfront like the j-lo nigga shit i don't don't know know. i have no idea don't know them rules not interested in Mm -hmm. them rules other people that do know them rules will come along and and let us know what the Mm -hmm. fuck is the problem with that shit but i i wish more people would do that rather than to 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 do the opposite which is like let me tell you something y'all need to stop hating on j-lo that woman ain't never did nothing then you find out later if you would have looked in one article it's like j-lo used to adopt black children and beat them and you're like oh oh i didn't know that it's like yes because you didn't even give a fuck to look anyway uh, allegedly allegedly i'm not saying she does that Mm -mm. If you are looking for a show that will make you laugh and help you keep you informed, the Blackout Tips is where it's at. You can find them on Spotify. Thank you. Thank you. Best podcast ever, five stars. This is from Sharky Day, who says, finally writing a review after listening to the show for so long. Absolutely love it. It's the very first podcast I subscribed to, and it was one of the best decisions I ever made. Congratulations on your induction into black capitalism. I hope you guys get all the bags. Love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. The content I thought I would never need. This is by Ant062. 003 uh thank you so much for existing and keeping me intrigued you guys are the best thing since drinking water (laughs) i'm so happy for you guys going exclusive on spotify getting the black capitalist money are you guys going to keep the old episodes you already posted on itunes 
and anything october 26 is only available after october 26 only available on spotify no everything's gonna only be on spotify mm-hmm. even the old episodes mm-hmm. everything except that one short episode that's gonna say go to spotify yep that's the only thing you're gonna see after monday that's all you're gonna see if so can we still write reviews and give you five stars and listen to them if that's the case i say it's not all the way broke don't fix it uh anyway congratulations on all you guys successful endeavors heart emoji praying hands emoji um you can still leave five star reviews apparently because that one episode will be on the feed so please do we will read them i will continue to encourage you uh we didn't know that that was going to stay out there until uh, this week Mm -hmm. 10 out of five stars the goat this is by joy's pods who says i discovered the black autist in 2016 when i moved to the uk four years later i'm still over here and i'm still listening i started listening because i needed to hear black american people's voices their literal voices as well as perspectives i stuck around because the humor down-to-earth conversations that honestly have been a source you have been a source of joy throughout my week thank you for keeping me connected to my home i see y'all on spotify thank you joy yes thank you that's always dope man people overseas being like listen i need some american blackness injected into what i'm doing over here uh one of the best one of the best podcasts i've ever listened to incredibly funny and insightful was hooked after listening to one episode followed them to make to make the leap to spotify from too much to consume too little time thank you oh thank you great podcast from the green 185 who says this podcast is suggested to me by a family member come on family and friends i enjoy all the different segments and their take on current events the hosts play well off each other with the rob's quick quips and karen's infectious laughter <laughs> you'll have a great time and you might learn something i can end this without i can't end this without mentioning how good the show recaps and premium content are thanks for all the content if you're reading this at the october 26 2020 check them out on spotify thank you mm-hmm. thank you ms b81 says simply the best five stars and this is from canada better than all the rest thank you rod and karen for all you do and share i've been listening since 2016 and your podcast has been my constant companion through some real beautiful and devastating times once i dreamt that i was having a conversation with you both but for some reason every time i tried to interject either rod or karen would keep talking at one point rod just shrugged his shoulders and kept going i woke up soon after uh after only to realize i fell asleep to your podcast and the conversation i thought i was participating in was actually the podcast shaking my head <laughs> you, she like they well they're like they're ignoring me i don't understand why i'm I'm trying to contribute but uh they're ignoring me it's like that one meme where the person is uh got headphones on they sit next to a picture of some people with headphones on it's like this like this is what feel like listening to a podcast mm-hmm. like it's you and your friends talking but really it's not congrats on your spotify deal sending you lots of love from toronto thank you and the last one is from talk a trip who says your favorite podcast favorite podcast listen i've been listening to for five years and it is still the first podcast i listen to on my list i'm not sure how i would have been able to remain relatively sane on the plantation job without it uh my uh my co-workers would look at me strange when i would be crying laughing at my desk it is a veritable cornucopia of everything you want in a podcast comedy and entertainment unapologetic educational get your book list right free of massage noir and all the phobias i mean we try oh, there's no way to be completely free but we, i feel we try you. to shake them off yeah there's no way to be completely free is we 
we were still born in america so mm-hmm. uh this is america <laughs> i'm sure we got some uh ride a care might even snatch your edges and if you harbor any of those phobias just be ready to laugh cry and nod your head in agreement oh thank you thank you but uh i do say when people just say they they don't always agree with the show that's the first thing i go to is oh so you homophobic so you know what uh you might be right thank you y'all came through thank you we didn't have any on stitcher nope yes thank you thank you so much i feel so loved uh thank you everybody we do appreciate y'all and these five star views they're super dope mm-hmm. um and like i said you should be able to still leave reviews so i know some of y'all were anticipating pretending that you couldn't leave reviews anymore oh i would have left a review but i ran out of time you still have time leave us a review just let this let us know if you're serious or not mm-hmm. now we got some phone calls to answer we got some voicemails let's get to these okay here's the first one how you doing, Rod? Okay. Uh, UK listener again. Um, I just went to this, well, needed, to just, more or less, just give you a little bit of an update. Um, things actually panned out pretty well. They offered a huge amount of money for my silence, um, mm. to not speak on what happened mm. I rejected it I believe if me accepting that money is the be all to or the end all to all of it no I just couldn't do it mm. whether it be pride or anything else I just could not accept that kind of money to to let a lie just be there so it worked out. I'm moving on. I found my purpose. So I'm going to pursue it now. So, yeah. Take care. All right. Well, I feel you, brother. Whatever you decide is the right thing to decide on mm-hmm. that, you know. Um, so, you know, and there's still other recourses you got. You got, I mean, because if they was willing to pay, you, I mean... You must be sitting on something so like a lawyer might be willing to take you up on that um you might have to fight for it. you might be in court for a while i don't know um and then you know also maybe you just feel like elevating the point the thing and being like i don't i'm not going to be silent on this and i am going to tell people what i experienced you know to warn the next person um so but yeah man that's uh that's wild i mean i guess and i guess it sounds like they didn't want to terminate you i don't know if he's if he really said one way one way or the other Mm -hmm. but it sounds like if you said it turned out better than you thought then at least you're in a position it sounds like you went in there more in a position of power than you thought Mm -hmm. so anyway i hope it does turn out well for you me too uh, baby i know he's saying he's still you know you got your children and stuff and i think you know you'll be able to look your kids in the eye and feel like you know i didn't go in there and sell out i didn't go in there and and let them do what i wouldn't want you to do you know what i mean but keep in mind i don't think there's a wrong choice for a person i would understand Mm -hmm. we talk about our time here especially with stuff like sexual assault and stuff sometimes money is the closest we're going to ever get to justice yes it is so i don't begrudge anyone who's been harmed by race or racism or homophobia whatever 
if they said the most i'm gonna get out of this is is a paycheck to just to to, to not talk about this then that's what i'll take mm-hmm. so i wouldn't knock you either way but mm-hmm. i'm glad you were able to, to feel good about the decisions you were able to make me too baby next voicemail hi lovelies it's allegra um two things one yay spotify you guys i mean i've been trying to say this for a a quick minute i've been wanting to call like every single weekend since you guys made the announcement and i i just want to say yay spotify y'all are moving on up um and then uh um also the new um music clips that you guys have been playing particularly the fucking with black people and um the uh the uh welcome to the cookout are my my bops right now every time (laughs) they come on i'm like chair dancing while working because i'm working from home and i just love it and you guys always attract fantastic talented people it's so amazing and i love that you guys have that that community and that base just wanted to give you guys some love Uh, all right thank you thank you appreciate you allegra yes um and uh yeah be on spotify soon Mm y'all let's go to the next one oh and i'm also really glad y'all are enjoying the music because i enjoyed as well Mm -hmm. you know we knew there would be some people that were gonna be like oh man we i miss this song i miss that song but hopefully these will be the new songs that you'll miss one you know one day mm-hmm. like they'll be that good all right next one hello Rod and karen this is angie veggie dixon wanted to call in give my last uh hurrah and say congratulations on spotify and i'm so excited for everything that's happening to you it's just everything is going to get bigger and better i just can't wait and i'm so glad that i am a part of this journey with you but I also want to see, I think I need hazard pay. I think there needs to be, on T-Public needs to be uh, an option for insurance. Because I was listening to Lovecraft, your, uh, the final, the season finale, and I was laughing so damn hard And Rod talking about uh, Rod was right and Hippolyta and fuck some kids and everything. It just had me just dying laughing that I, as I was walking, I was trying to open up one of our big gates in my apartment complex, and I let it hit me on the heel. Oh. And the tears that welled up in my eyes, the added tears, because I was already crying laughing. So it's it's almost uh, hazardous to your health to, li- to listen to mind caring sometimes. You have to be well aware. And uh, I think I need to see if I can put this on my, uh, get some insurance for this. I don't know. Let me know because uh i feel there's gonna be more and more days like this mm. but take care i love you guys bye first of all we love you too yes and um obviously we're sorry that happened you know mm-hmm. um but no there will be no insurance mm-hmm. uh we we won't be paying any payouts uh see us in court see our spotify lawyers if you uh want to try to sue once us you anything. put the money in there's no money coming out Mm-mm. okay you're gonna need to call the legal department at spotify to get to get a hold of some of this check because <laughs> i don't think so okay <laughs> you gotta stop looking around and being envious of uh pastor's new car <laughs> uh all right we got another voicemail oh it's like three different voicemails hey rod and karen this is kim doc um i was wondering and thinking about how 
we look at the role of black men, these hip-hop artists, in uh, this presidential election, I'm just wondering, <laughs> what is it that they're seeing? What like what is the goal? What do what do they really want? Like, I, I'm just I'm really confused. Like, in general, like when you, anytime these political um, operatives are asked or whoever's running, anytime they're asked, what what are you doing for the black community? I mean, I'm a part of the black community, and I actually don't know anybody in jail right now. Um, criminal justice reform is a broad, sweeping, great thing that they should be working on no matter what in the background. But that doesn't speak to me as a black voter. Police reform speaks to me as a black voter because mm-hmm. um, I could get arrested and I don't want to um, be out here. Anyway, so I'm, I don't know. I'm just really, really confused. Because I just see these folks being used in a very dangerous way. Like, mm-hmm. I, I grew up in New York. I remember blow up spots like, or what? Uh, like the, these rappers that always put Donald Trump in their lyrics. So there's something about him that speaks to them in the '90s. Like I've seen the pictures of all these dudes palling around with Donald Trump in the '90s. So. Something about him speaks to them. They're more than well willing to vote for him. All right, let me, before I get cut off. All right, we'll go to the next one. Kim Doc again. I'm trying to be a bit more coherent, but I'm just so fucking confused by this whole shit and why these people don't understand how detrimental their... Um, they are in general. Now you could give me Shaq and 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 Snoop Dogg. I want to call the one right. Mm-hmm. Um, you can give me that they're new voters, and I think that that is them coming out and saying that to black men who idolize them, who have never voted. I think that's that's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that it also it speaks to. It's, I mean, it's just so interesting, right? Why are you not voting for your alderman? Why are you not voting for your mayor? Why are you not voting for your police chief? But when I'm driving in, like, southern Virginia and all of that, I see the signs for sheriff. I see the signs for all of, you know, like, sheriff. And there will be a blue sign and a red sign. It is what it is, right? Why are you not voting for them people? Why are you not voting for judges? What are y'all doing? Because that's, that's exactly who you need to be targeting. Not the politics, not the presidential election. These people pop up out of nowhere trying to get involved because I think it's because their wave is done. When is we, when have we ever in this time and in this day and age looked to Ice Cube to like give us anything? I'm sorry, he doesn't speak to me. Never really did because I mean, I don't know. I'm a black woman. I'm from New York. It just didn't speak to me. Um, so like, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm granted he's a big, He's big in the parlors of uh, hip-hop and and gangster rap and stuff like that, but I don't know. All right, she left one more. Came back again. I feel like I'm like, and another thing. Uh, uh, But, okay, so do we recall, like, when does anti-Semitism matter? Because wasn't Ice Cube 
a part of the anti-Semitic black dudes that were out, the Steven Jacks, Jackson, the uh, the Nick Cannon. So does it not matter now? It only matters when Elon Omar maybe says something that is casually deemed or seriously deemed as being anti-Israel um, for what and pro-Palestine because she, you know, because of whatever wherever she uh, aligns. When does it matter? Because I, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter when Ice Cube comes out and is trying to like um, when you need to put Ice Cube and freaking Fifty Cent and have them in. You want to doctor a photo and have a fake MAGA situation on it? Like what the hell? Like what the hell? Um, I don't know. I'm just I'm tired of this. I'm tired of the politics as usual. I'm tired of these people not understanding that they're being used. I'm tired of Kanye West tweeting how to vote for him. Fuck you nigga um like i'm just i'm over it but on a positive note i am very hopeful um it's either going to go one of two ways i think it's either going to be um a nail biter and trump pulls it out somehow because of some shenanigans and 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 the republicans figuring out how to how to doctor this up or it's going to be a landslide on on the side of biden and kamala harris um I think that if it's close and Biden and Kamala Harris win it, it's gonna get a little it's gonna get a little shaky and we're gonna have to fight like hell. But like I said, I am I'm hopeful. You guys have a great day. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Will. Um man, there's a lot you covered in those um voicemails. I tried to write as much down as I could. Um and I also am hopeful. I, I really do think we're gonna win. Um and and that's not hope out of nowhere it's fueled by numbers um the youth turnout 18 to 29 let's do the roof it's for just compared to 2016 not obama just 2016 the the amount of people voting and voting early is ridiculous and we know young people vote democrat period like um and it's why they suppress young votes they suppress college votes is because we know they vote democrat um so i think that's a good thing you know um uh black vote turnout high you know uh i hope i feel like people get the desperation of this moment right now and most importantly when biden wins when democrats win if they win their local elections the first and foremost only thing that they need to be thinking about is how to just get rid of voter suppression period because if they do that they'll never lose again republicans know it these are the death throes of white supremacy we're in right now that's why they're fighting so hard that's why they're trying every dirty trick in the book but we have to win and then when we win we have to clear the way for to run roughshod over there we like i always tell people people say i'm cynical and i'm like i'm not i'm a realist and because a cynical person would just go we're doomed no matter what i see i'm like the numbers tell me when to be hopeful now i'm hopeful because the numbers say be hopeful and if something and people need to pay attention to these numbers because if if some malfeasance goes on with this election we'll be able to trace it back to these numbers right we'll be able to say no 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 that's impossible we saw this you see what i'm saying um anyway my point being we can get a lot of the stuff i want a lot of stuff that 
you know the woke people on twitter want we're only going to get it through a sustained effort of voting for democrats over a period of time that will make competition on the left about who can be the most left we don't have that right no, now. no we don't if we had who could be the most left the, the sky's the limits we don't have that right now but that's what republicans did yeah who could be the they most gerrymandered right? districts and they voter suppressed so hard that they ended up giving their party away to the likes of the tea party and the extreme right but in a way they never anticipated because of this because they they really never understood we're just giving our party away to these crazy people because we made it so you can't lose to a democrat which means we don't have to to govern towards the middle or the moderate anymore Mm-mm. we can only govern to the extreme well i would like to see that for the blue side that's what i would like to see so that's the first thing um as for black men and the appeal that trump has on them and um and whatnot <sighs> there that's a long answer um karen i don't know if you wanted to do that first and then i'll just do go last after your you or what oh there's not too much to say other okay. than there's something about money and wealth that's just appealing like that, that you know it's that hey this is a white man and it's not like people didn't know the man was trash people knew the man was trash but nobody cared and but what he symbolized was the bigger thing and that's why you heard all these rap songs and all that stuff because a lot of rap rap about money you know we wrapped about wealth we wrapped about getting things and he was the example of how you get these things and so um like you say he has an allure to these men on that's the goal and so for a lot of them they feel like he is the goal of what they are trying to get to Mm -hmm. and so it's one of those things where particularly the, the 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 rappers that are like rich rich they're like, hey, he's trying to protect my money. He's trying to, he's trying to, he's trying to do these things for me, not considering all the other people that would be impacted by these decisions. And that shows you too why, excuse me, black women vote at a higher clip for Democrats because we don't only vote for ourselves. We, we, we actually look at, 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 at our people as a, a whole. And for us, we look at how would this benefit blackness, not how would this benefit black women? Because we know the Republicans don't give a fuck about black women, which means they don't care about black people as a whole. They don't care about our children. They don't care about any of this. And so you have a percentage of of men that they go, they actually want white supremacists. Like they, they don't want to be white. They just want to be in the position to withhold the same power not but like they want to be in a position to wield the same power that white supremacy does at the at the cost of everybody else you know because when you play that video the thing is instead of taking ownership of responsibility it was i'm not taking ownership of responsibility i'm going to blame you mm-hmm. and black women have had to deal with that the whole time we vote a certain way and if we don't win instead of a percentage of black men take responsibility for whatever they did it's they blamed us and like i said it's it's like right say it's a deeper issue anything that happens to the black community is women's fault anything bad anything good happens to the black community men get all the credit men get all the praise anything bad happens is automatically our fault like black men had no control and and no 
uh power in situations now sometimes that's true but a lot of times it's not yeah um yeah i agree with everything said um the things i wrote down that i would add are uh this um patriarchy is extremely attractive to black men Mm -hmm. um we've been indoctrinated into it the same way everyone else has and it's extremely attractive to all men like black men are still the the most likely men in america to vote democrat so they're still the most likely men to uh go along with some of these uh quote-unquote liberal things right we're the most likely to be like yeah we're not for uh we're not we're not uh for incarcerating people for uh, unfairly we're not for um uh um uh being xenophobic anti-immigration stuff like that right of the of the men we are the best of the men right black women are just so excellent and so dedicated because they were the last people to be able to really vote Mm -hmm. that they are and so coordinated because they had to work they had to work harder than anyone else for the vote yes so they don't take it for granted in the way that other people do they vote at the highest percentage they vote democrat at the highest rate too um because of that we pale in comparison and we have a rift within the community of black men versus black women and so those rifts stand out in times like this where Mm -hmm. what we are essentially saying is we expect about 80 percent of the black men who vote to vote democrat you see what i'm saying so we expect and i've seen people try to reduce it but i mean it's only when compared to black women that we go wait two out of ten niggas are fucking up and it's like i don't know how to tell you this that's actually really good compared to everybody else yes it when is. it comes to white men it's seven out of ten the other way when it comes to hispanic mm-hmm. men it's six out of ten the other way um asian men similar like we're the only group that is even close and because so much of that kind of shit is um highlighted in these schisms i think it it becomes the story you know Mm -hmm. that being said these black men that are prominent wealthy men rappers who for years have piled around with donald trump um even after the central park um incidents um (laughs) he appeals to them for the same reason he appeals to white america and i don't mean the white nationalist white supremacy of it necessarily i mean the fact that he's flaunting wealth flaunting women has his name and brand on everything even when it's all fake it's all like the root video uh the roots video that never do what they do what they show you what they show you behind the scenes of rap is all fake and that's what hip-hop was for a large part that that 90s to 2000 era of actually the 2000s era was when they really re-embraced him that 2000s era puff daddy and all that shit it was all about fake wealth Mm -hmm. it was all like look at me i got my own champagne look at me i got my own club look at me i got my own fashion line trump was doing that he was goals to a lot of them Mm -hmm. a man who mostly was just a brand 
you know and the reason they piled around with him was because he essentially was harmless to them at that time yes you know these people weren't anticipating him being president no in 2016 people thought it was a joke so you know they thought that in in 2002 Mm -hmm. so i'm not you know so it's not just that the other thing is and i talked about this on the show last week we as black men bond with a lot of people over shared misogyny Mm -hmm. and it's the it's you know how i say the white people they say oh they hacked the vote they the russian hacked the vote and i said they didn't hack america they just highlighted the weakness the fatal flaw is racism all you have to do is highlight racism in america and you're going to destroy the democracy quote unquote the uh the illusion of the democracy because racism is actually real yes it is well that's kind of the thing with misogyny and black men we are easy to be hacked by misogyny period like we we like in mass if you can present a case that starts from some some sort of negative connotation towards a woman you're much more likely to slide the rest of it in to to to, for a black man you know a large a large part of the ados hotel movement online is simply we hate these black women and through that they're able to to plug in all this other political conspiracy theory shit but you have to agree on the on the ground floor black women especially those who are feminists are bad and wrong and that's fucking everything up and it's their fault and they and we tired of it and they that's fuck them democrats because that's what them black feminists is over there with and so you're already tainting the pool immediately and what are you doing you're creating a conglomerate a group of people that is just black men centered and by the exclusion of black women not not by not by the include it's like we are centered around this idea of excluding them and then we create I- ideology around that hip-hop has been that we're only just now getting to a year where we have multiple women in hip-hop and they're not beefing yes that was unheard of years ago a yeah. few years ago hip-hop been around 30 40 years we it took 40 years for us to be like oh yeah we can have 17 women rap and they don't have to hate each other come on and it's mostly because women were able to democratize control through social media and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but like they didn't have to go through men particularly to do what they do right and they could fashion their own image and guess what their image isn't i'm gonna take down the last woman who was at top yes so all these moving factors are you know kind of in this in my brain when i'm thinking about this shit but um the other thing for black men is that um the same way that the alt-right men a lot of their shit is centered around victimhood it's like that except for black men it's valid in a way that it's not for other people yes it is and it fucks our brains up because we have a hard time denoting when it's the head trip of america has fucked us over and when it's the head trip of this is my ego telling me i should have something that no man should have and that's the part that brothers get caught up on so fucking often in these conversations it like 
I think we're getting a little bit better every year. I think, you know, yeah, social media is helping. starting to break that, yeah. Therapy is helping. Yes, sir. I love to see people doing these things. And I know for people that are kind of down on black men, it's all too slow. They don't like it. Even when, I mean, you see how people did Jay-Z when we dropped 444. It's like, they got mad at him for doing exactly what the fuck they've been telling us to do. Right, grow so up, right. There's, there's a level of resentment that has taken place that I just some brothers are never going to be able to get past that Mm -mm. you know i've just made the decision like i just have to live with the resentment like hey look i'm gonna be if i'm gonna have black women in my life and that that can be honest with me that that love me and vice versa that means you got to be honest with the pain too and if they like niggas did this niggas ain't shit blah 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 sometimes you gotta sit back and be like yeah i can see where you're coming from you know what i mean like i can't you can't turn it and be like I'm def- I'm offended that you would say that. My feelings are so hurt. It's like, nah, that's like I can see where that came from. Now, my personal belief, I can't give up on black men because I feel like oh, that's I would never. that would be irresponsible for me as a black man. Because then I'm because what I'm then saying is, yeah, I'm a special snowflake and fuck them other niggas, right? And and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I have to believe that we are capable of redemption. We're capable mm-hmm. of growth because if not then then everything white people said about us is true too and i don't want to believe that you know so uh for me i feel like the uh the disaffectiveness the disassociation from america the uh apathy the lack of feeling like a human the 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 propaganda that we're monsters the that we're the worst of men we're the worst of people even in the you know even when we know that that can't be true because there's nothing that as much as uh we may participate in the cycles of violence and abuse in this country because we were abused we had violence happen to us there we are not the worst of that like someone did these things to us and then told us that we were them yes and and i'm sorry to interrupt but also out of all the men as a totality more black men actually stay in the household than any other group which is something that's not really brought up when when, when, when they're doing these arguments yeah it's just we they did shit to us and our people and then told us that was us you know what i mean like they they sexually assaulted us they stole us they took our labor they they were lazy they lived off of the government they lived off the labor of other hard-working people they did these things they're the criminals but we're the ones in the prison you know and so i feel like that head trip is just a lot for brothers to try to get over and and until they until we do introspection we're never gonna get there i think we are doing that work though mm-hmm. it might like it, it's changing it's just not changing at the speed that you know social media moves or the speed that you know and there's a lot of people who are ahead of us because of their own like their work that they've done in their communities or whatnot and they look down on the black like you niggas ain't shit but it's like we're we're trying and we're we're improving and um and these and these very vocal loud minority of men seem to be the only ones getting the fucking 
podium and yes. the people that the people that defend them seem to be the only people that get talked about in the conversation but i know i'm not alone there's mm-hmm. a lot of brothers that's like if you took a poll like it's a lot more brothers like man fuck what ice cube doing right now even if they don't want to be like fuck ice cube they still are like man he tripping like this ain't the time bro even like so but but instead we're just getting lumped in with that 20 percent, where it's like all oh, y'all niggas ain't shit it's like well i don't know if you think that's helpful but it's not <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> so it's just it's, and i know it's frustrating you know it's like when we talk about racism on the show and i'm like i don't like i think people overstated the 53 percent and turned it into all white women mm-hmm. which was a tactical mistake because you need that means there was some other large percentage of white women who are not with that bullshit no they not that we need to continue to not be with that bullshit come on and we need them to push that 53 percent to not be with that bullshit maybe we don't get it to 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 20 percent maybe we just get it to 50 percent this time maybe we get it to 47 percent but we do need these people just for the numbers you know and that's how ideas spread through winning and through uh experience and through association with the ideas and black men need that you know what i mean um so and it's difficult to to talk about that because i don't want to say that as a way to push aside black women because because i you know but it's kind of like with me and my brother where it's like well one of y'all is doing really good in school and the other one needs help i the one who's doing good in school can't be jealous or mad at the parents because the other one needs help and they're giving it to them right and you know what i'm saying but i feel like we get stuck in that kind of weird sibling robbery where it's like oh these niggas need help why everything got to be about you it's like well they're the ones that's behind so we can deal with the reality of the situation because unless you're willing to say we're completely divesting and leaving black men behind and and you know if you have a black child and it happens to be a man it's like i give up on this motherfucker they ain't shit right unless we're willing to do that then the community stuck together yes. so we need we need we we unfortunately just need to help each other through this to see better yeah i think your your, your dad kind of uh because i was talking to your dad it wasn't about this but i was talking to your dad about something i was really irritated about and he said look at it like this karen it's like we're all in the same room together and somebody uh turns the temperature at one degree you're not going to immediately feel that one degree, but it's a change. And the next time it's two degrees and the next time it's three degrees. And that's how it is. You have to understand we're all in the same room as a black community. And slowly the, the, the temperature is changing in the room. And it might be, y'all know when y'all change temperatures, it might be 45 minutes before you realize it's a temperature change. You know, it might be an hour before, you know, but guess what? You have to sit in the same room with the other people to slowly feel the temperature change you be like okay now i right. feel good and that's kind of how i look at it it's a slow change and just because you don't immediately feel the change just because you don't immediately see the change does not mean that there's not a change because yeah, i go ahead i was gonna say but there's also an investment in making sure nobody sees the change right yes yes you know yes, what i'm saying like there's an investment in being like but i'm i'm attached to y'all not being shit so yeah. i can't give any credit like because you know for let's look at ice cube bakari sellers um roland martin um andrew gillum you got black men more black men than just ice cube who are out here prominently being like no 
this is not what ice cube what ice cube was saying we don't agree with yes. we can't do yes you see what i'm saying so ice cube is not all of us but yet when in these discussions it turns into like what's wrong with black men here y'all go with this bullshit yes and a lot of a lot of 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 that uh going back to the change thing it's a slow change but the change is happening and it's one of those things where if i'm in a room with you and i don't see the change instead of me looking at the thermometer because that's the thing you can look at the thermometer and go oh the temperature change or you can be like but i don't feel shit and that's that and that's the response of a lot of people i don't feel shit yeah. so since i don't feel shit there's no change to me right now well, there's, it's, there's, it's, it didn't get to 80 degrees i want to know 80 it's like okay we started at 71 it's 75 we're working that way towards 80 that's not good enough and yeah that's where a lot of shit is now yes and it's also what one of the things too to where truth be told it's for the black community and that's why i say it's a deep conversation it's hurt all across the board because there are a lot of black men that are hurt by black women a lot of black women that are hurt by black men and a lot of times, uh, be it your baby mama, your baby daddy, y'all had kids by each other, be it somebody hurt you when you were 15, no matter what the situation is, there are hurt people all across the board. And this hurt actually lives and attaches itself to us, and we become adults with these same things, and then we make these stupid-ass arguments based off of let me that. Just, let me just say this, though. It's kind of like what we talked about earlier with the biracial thing. It's not even. It's not fair. No like and i think that's the thing like it's not a both sides thing one side of this equation has a lot of unwarranted shit that's why i said that especially when it comes to black women when you see the way black men come down on black women it's it's that's the part where i said what what's the what what is america's gaslighting of black men and what is black men still having the male ego and wanting that patriarchy because when you come at black women it's the it's the latter because because black women didn't do any of this shit to us mm-mm, mm-mm. they're not the ones throwing us in jail they mm-mm. didn't enslave us mm-mm. they didn't beat us mm-mm. like that shit was white people right and yet we are so psychologically damaged from what happened to us in this trauma that but and 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 of course the indoctrination in the patriarchy which mm-hmm. is what that's what's the missing equation for a lot of black women and a lot of uh lgbtq black folks and the black children that's the missing equation that's that most of them don't buy into like they don't they didn't get the propaganda and indoctrination part because america saw no value in them right so so with black men they saw some value and they went oh we can seduce them with patriarchy and so now we're fucked because we go well they throw me in jail that's not fair they beat the cops beat me that's not fair they won't employ me that's not fair i didn't do anything to deserve that they won't educate me they won't feed me they won't do anything they won't you know they won't even leave me alone to be brilliant right correct so that's one part of it right and and they're right that it's not fair yes but then there's this other part where it is shit that we did that is coming chickens coming home to roost and we never if you talk about we just hide behind the first thing we go uh white people did things to me and it's like no when we did start our universities led by men what did we decide we were going to do for women right we were not we're not going to treat them equal here because white people don't treat us equal they don't treat their women equal we're not going to allow you to be equal here 
when we start our churches what do we do we mimic white people's churches mm-hmm. this is a patriarchal church we're gonna shit on our women we're gonna show hell even though we've been on the other side of this where they told us we were evil for being black we're gonna now promote this to our women when it comes to sexual relationships within the community mm-hmm. when it comes to uh you know interpersonal relationships um with lgbtq people when it comes to uh right you know like uh uh marriage we just kind of want the white part of that right we want to emulate that and we have never had that and we should not want it we should not want it we should not have it it is bad we know it is fundamentally a flawed institution because it came from the same people that incarcerate us that enslaved us we know it's fucked up but the idea of having that power is and and us being the only ones who've been allowed to to tap our feet into that power as men straight cishead black men it is it's too strong a pull for some brothers and you're not gonna get them yes yes and it bothers them that women are not just sitting down and shutting up and just not just taking it you have a generation of women that are like no no nigga you wrong i'm pushing back what you're saying is wrong you know i want power and authority over my life i'm tired of this patriarchy that you put me in and that's when you get the pushback because to them oh in their mind instead of looking at oh if the woman is free we're all free it's like no woman i have to put you back in your place because if i allow you to get to this point that means i have less patriarchy because no because it has never been that way correct this isn't a new generation women have all black women have always said this was bullshit this isn't some new shit where they just like oh i'm a feminist now no black women from the inception called the country on the bullshit because black women never got to be even given the illusion of what white women were given you know what i'm saying so like for so like black men can't even be like well we thought everything was cool until recently no 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 from fucking day one it was always like uh when black men when black families got free it was and the black woman has to come work here to earn a living because she got to keep a job and when she get home guess what she got to do work again because she got to work for herself and her family so there was never a time where black men even had the thing that white men claimed that the propaganda white men claimed to have to even pretend to be surprised by the shit it I, like this is why women are fed up with the shit because it's been yeah, yeah, so yeah, long yes and, and i agree it, it has it, it has been a long time but i think that we are to the point now where you have women in a position where they're more educated like 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 they're, they're getting to the point to where the illusion of the patriarchy is starting to fall so you know that's why you have like men who have problems with educated women and and and, and women and, and women and women that do these things that kind of break that mold because even then you still had to be attached to a man right so they're white women right Correct. what i'm telling you is that's just something that you can put a letter next to now like a phd but it's always been that way for black women mm-hmm. it has never been the other way not once not for any period of time in america has it been like and we just take care of the black woman that she can stay home and raise the babies and put her yeah, feet up we've always and had two parent we'll households. hire we'll hire some yes. uh people to come in and clean but, and we'll do this thing and the other so for black women they've never bought into that illusion so maybe black men are starting to recognize it more yes and, and but that, that has never been a 
it's never been a reality so that's why black women are exasperated rather than like yeah y'all made it it's like nigga we've been here agreed but i I, but but i do think that because of online and social media men are actually hearing things that they've never heard before from black women so so this is this this is my point men are actually hearing what we truly think about them and how we truly feel about them feelings that we've had and feelings that we have actually expressed to them that they just fucking ignored so now we're like no no you have to see this you have to hear me out and that's where that battle of the sexes and all yeah, that they're shit hearing comes it in. they're hearing it because they have no choice but that what what my thing is that they that when black women have always been saying this correct the reason that men are quote-unquote hearing it now and deciding to play victim based off of black women speaking up now is not necessarily that well black women weren't able to say this or black men weren't able to hear this it's happening because now a black woman can go get her own job yes she can get her own education she can live in her own house she doesn't necessarily have to concede to the idea of and at some point i need to have a man right and and, and that's my whole point if you get to the point where women have a power where they can detach themselves from a man and 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 for a lot of black men they have an illusion of 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 this patriarchy system that is promised to them that was never promised to them you know you know because it has always been a, a two person household in most black communities so so this is not illusion but black men feel like the black woman is leaving them behind the black woman now she can get her own education now she can make money now the woman can actually be in a household where the woman makes more money than a man and it kills their a lot of their egos where they feel like oh my gosh how am i a man if i can't quote unquote take care of my household and they begin to to, to strike at all these illusions that they that they had and, and the reality is it's never been that way but that's the thing they're not leaving us behind no. they are breaking free yes that there's a difference you know what i'm saying like but in their like, minds like it's because of that thing i brought up when i told you there's two parts there's the gaslighting america because of what america has done to us and then there's us buying into patriarchy us buying into patriarchy that framing says well look at these black women getting all these political offices and these good jobs and leaving us behind and becoming activists and getting in the community and leaving us behind they're leaving us behind you only say that when you feel like someone is not allowed to go out ahead of you because when black men achieve we never say they left they're leaving us behind no the black you women is the, your biggest cheerleaders the only time that we say black men leave women behind i'm not saying it's fair but the only time you see that is when they marry outside of race because because we still get hung up on the romantic side of what that means right um so you can get that's all another conversation but mm-hmm. the point being like we black women are not supposed to out achieve black men because of all the propaganda we bought into of right. what it means to be a man mm-hmm. but we have to reframe that you know what i'm saying that's agreed so, so i think anyway this is that's why we end up with this i like trump i like republicans i like white men i like money and power it's because we we see that as manhood and we yes. see and so the whole idea of what it means to be a man has to be reframed because if not mm-hmm. we gonna just be having this conversation about these ice cube type dudes too but when i say it's the death throes of white supremacy it's also the death throes of patriarchy mm-hmm. um 
and i and you know me i said it in 2016 i still feel like patriarchy is stronger than racism in america yes it is i know you know black people don't like to hear that that's why hillary Clinton didn't get elected yeah but but i still feel like it's stronger um and so uh that like we're also in the death throes of that and there's a lot of black men that's fitting to get caught up trying to push against it but i just would urge people to try to uplift and spread some of the voices of these men that aren't on this bullshit yes because there are a lot of them. there's a lot more of us than there are of ice cubes and puff daddies and 50 cents mm-hmm. and whoever else you want to throw in that equation good work there's a lot more and maybe they aren't out here you know rich and lavish and making tv shows but they out here man and we just maybe we should be elevating that because i i know what's not working is elevating ice cube is not and the, and the other part i would add and maybe now that you see what i'm saying about the things that played out with ice cube maybe stop just throwing every black woman that didn't check off all 10 out of 10 boxes in the fucking trash maybe don't shit on misha green because you felt one storyline didn't live up to expectations and now fuck her and fuck her show you know what i'm saying because if we got because if ice cube is out here prominently getting respected and coddled and talked to sweetly by everyone then maybe we take us a breath before we just start doing this shit to 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 each other maybe all right last last voicemail hey this is um i'm trying to get off of twitter i was listening to episode thank you for telling us that and yeah that's a lot of people in the county for them to be like oh yeah we got one drop box yeah they know what they doing but i'm just i'm glad people showing up and showing out i'm so inspired but i'm frustrated too obviously because it shouldn't be like this but Mm -hmm. i'm so inspired man like you know i often make fun of the whole like thing like i know we not our ancestors but i'm so proud of us man Mm -hmm. like that's the thing that all the people talking about vote shaming they don't ever want to talk about this part right where it's like i'm so proud of us for rising to this challenge because it's always been a challenge it's always gonna be a challenge and giving up is what they want yes and like i get emotional seeing these lines because it's like we give a fuck so i'm inspired and i hope other people hearing it are inspired you know what i mean because uh once again 
the people promoting apathy are a very small part of the community yes they are and the people standing in them lines they're a large part of the community and we stand in there together we stand there with you so mm-hmm. um appreciate it yes i yes we do we appreciate everybody that has early vote we appreciate everybody that's doing early vote people doing bell in ballot we appreciate the people that's going to vote on election day like uh this shit matters and you know i know we sound like we preach to the choir but it's just one of those things where voting actually matters no matter where you are in the country, no matter how black your area is, no matter how white your area is, get out and vote. All right, we got a bunch of emails. This is going to be a long feedback show. Hey, y'all. I'm so full. Oh, it's already long. It's almost three hours. Uh, hey, y'all. So looking forward to your recap, Rod and Karen. This episode was awesome. They laid the groundwork for a possible second season. But I still feel satisfied if they leave it here. Maybe they can continue the story through other media like comics and graphic novels. Not sure if it was me, but I, I wasn't sad when Tick died. Uh, the writers did a masterful job preparing the audience for a sacrifice. He apologized to Gia, revealed truths about the magic to D, solidified his love and bond with Letty. He secured wonderful pro- protectors for his son. I'm so proud of Tick yeah man yeah i would love a, a comic book on this would be flames yeah i'm sure they, they've gotten something in the works and uh yeah um the thing with take that i thought was so interesting is they kind of did the the john singleton baby boy thing with take i think where he is flawed he does have the hang-ups that are stereotypical to black men um but then they to me his sacrifice was a path out of it you know what i mean like his sacrifice is a way of showing like push comes to shove he's gonna do what's best for his family and his legacy and it wasn't just a thing expected of just black women on mm-hmm. the show um but i was still sad that he died um Me too. especially when montrose was crying over him i don't know that that shit was sad them daddy tears uh love how they wrote his ancestors coming to aid him in the fight our ancestors laid the groundwork for our battles but we have to build on them and not just repeat the same measures especially thinking about what hannah said about rage it could cause us harm if we don't tame it and harness it rather than being a rage uh in a raging wildfire uh we must develop it into a controlled burn the last episode left me feeling hopeful and excited about the possibilities of black media and activism rather than sad at the show's possible ending uh was i was so right about d's arm yeah i'm a little mad that you wrote in about d's arm because we really did say y'all could write in but no predictions and spoilers and shit so that really you know i was like nigga what this is soon as her arm didn't turn i was like oh fucking mine so (laughs) i'll be wanting to have them revelations myself i'm selfish and i'm a narcissist when it comes to these recaps that really excited me. I would love to see the adventures of Hippolyta and Diana. Uh, that Shogoth, uh, on Shogoth fight was so cool. Come on, King, the black Shogoth, because I was pressed. Like, they left that baby alone again. LOL. They, then when, uh, later through, uh, Gia, you see that tick let the Shogoth imprint on D. Never leave that baby unprotected again. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm glad D got to call her mom out and Hippolyta received it. I also love that scene with Tick and his mama. 
uh and she explained the love she had for both the men in her life because i was wondering why she married montrose rather than george but it must have been that bond and to protect the secret what do you think it could possibly mean that d says they still haven't learned oh yeah we talked about that on the recap mm-hmm. i think since d and george's book gave book read george's book it gave us some insight on how other magical magical lodges are going to react when they realize they can't use magic anymore uh tick did say white people were riding in the future it was a surprising choice to have her be the one to deal the final blow to christina definitely a surprising choice but i think the passage she was reading specifically about how other black people didn't realize you to get free you were gonna have to spill blood other than your own is directly tied to that they they still haven't learned which i think was about the other black people Mm mm-hmm do i do feel sad for ruby that's what happens when you align yourself with the enemy girl i don't necessarily feel like she was totally redeemed she realized too late the games christina was playing ice cube might be going down the same path as ruby if he's not careful i feel like she was redeemed man Mm -hmm. i i I don't but that's the thing i never felt like ruby was evil i just felt like she kept she was seduced by that power and that's because white white supremacy was fucking with her so bad mm-hmm. and i also you know don't feel like respectability is the death nail that so many niggas online think it is because at, at one point in time that was revolutionary mm-hmm. being the educated negro was revolutionary because they wasn't letting us get educated come on so those were the people fighting the battles they was you saw what they were doing to people when they came to desegregate the schools so so you know i didn't feel so uh precious about ruby and her you know bougie blackness as like that, that made her a bad person Mm-mm. shout out to black acting school get them all the awards thank you both for doing these recaps it's been such a fun ride love y'all Amon. thank you thank you uh see scott writes in hello fam i have a clip for random thoughts you can use it if you can okay hold on let me um got some music we do have some music give me a second now i gotta uh save it and also he didn't put his uh like if he had like a specific dj name or anything he wanted to go by just just it's just from scott oh no it's okay psycho music oh yeah shit we know psycho music what the fuck am i talking about yeah Uh, (laughs) uh all right let me see random thoughts music random thoughts random thoughts i like it short to the point and it tells them what's on our mind i mm-hmm. will we're gonna be using it because we do have random thoughts every once in a while mm-hmm. and uh listen any they seg- everywhere any segment music y'all come up with okay it's getting used uh let's see so lovecraft country would you rather this is from rachel who says dear rod and karen thank you for being the funniest lovecraft commentators thank you thank you full circle felt like it revealed the whole aim of the show to express the pain of betrayal of 2016 especially feeling that white woman betray all other intersections oh yes i didn't even think of it that way as uma said 10 more prestige shows run by marginalized groups yes i want 10 more uh someone said white privilege is still being born on third thinking one hit a triple is also like being born buckled into the parade float for the, from 300 but it's spiked or hooked onto the backs of the people carrying it anyway would you rather animated lovecraft country instead of rick and morty one round of strange case body explode instead of however many periods produce the same amount of blood okay hold up 
one would i rather have animated lovecraft country instead of rick and morty oh i don't know if this make me a coon but i, I can't give up my rick and morty yeah i can't give it up dog we love rick and morty i shows do love rick and morty okay come on i sure do love that crazy ass white man just call me rod cube okay because i'm gonna have to sell out to the white man on this that's a tough one if you knew how much i watch rick and morty you'd be like god damn you watch it on repeat yeah so uh it's on hbo max by the way y'all uh yeah that's i think i would go but man that i'm glad i don't live in a world where i have to choose um one round of strange case body explode instead of having many how many periods produce the same amount of blood karen what would you prefer i don't understand the question. so either you have to go through the pain of that ruby body transformation thing mm-hmm. or you could not do that but you have to have as many periods as produce that amount of blood from the 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 body transformation hmm i've never had a period so i don't i feel like i gotta opt out of this one i, I have no idea periods sound horrible and painful they, they trust they can be uh now if i was able to do some type of like a birth control or something to regulate uh the periods yes uh because it makes it they make them lighter and all that type of stuff well i mean but it's gotta be the same amount of blood so like if it takes 27 periods 100 periods or you can do one strange case body explode one strange case body, because uh, the one strange case body explode that's is the one and done yeah oh, a one and done yeah i thought i thought so uh venga bus plays when children are dancing after you or you choose the song that plays um i don't know that feels easy I, of course i choose the song that plays mm-hmm. when children are dancing after me i mean i i still mad that nobody fucking remixed them kids dancing down <laughs> dancing down i mean we dancing, so creative i'm surprised they didn't either dancing down the alleyway i'm still mad nobody took the time to fucking make that happen uh sammy and the drag community or yohima and her people appear in the finale oh yohima and her people not even close Mm-hmm. no offense to the drag community but i just felt like that was a that was one thing on the show that i think even misha green is like it was an oversight mm-hmm. uh thanks p.s i voted from abroad two months ago also voted in primaries and midterms from here oh come on through you love to see it yes mm-hmm. you do voting abroad democrats abroad come on aj says hey hello rod and karen big fan of the show uh oh they, they aj sent a tiktok of somebody talking about arby's not having no food on tiktok so uh-huh. uh whitney says hey rod and karen itunes hates me uh it keeps lying and says a review is sent is never posted um uh anyway they are not going to deprive me of giving you y'all flowers i know saturday will be busy so please don't feel bad if you can't get to this i just want to say thank you all the best with and uh it's just a five-star review that won't i guess it hasn't been sent through but it says simply the best while i have been listening to this wonderful podcast for years i've been a bit of stingy on the review front hello my name is now well now is my time unbeknownst to them Ryder care have seen me through cross-country moves heartbreak and starting new jobs their conversations are informative funny and thought-provoking i'm so excited for their move to spotify and just download the app to listen to them there congratulations again Ryder Karen, you're simply the best thank you thank you our girl the doctor says uh regular show feedback show feedback 
uh hello my lovely little siblings i've been claiming y'all you just got a deal that's fine we don't mind i know i congratulated on twitter but i also wanted to send formal congrats via feedback on the spotify transition look at y'all who would have thought <laughs> over a decade ago that you'd be here i remember how nervous and timid you guys sound in your first episode it brings tears of joy to my eyes seeing how much you have grown into your fullness since then i'm so proud of you and know this is just another stepping stone to even more greatness for you lovecraft i honestly had no plans to watch initially i was burnt out didn't want racism as entertainment but after listening to your recast and having shauna fussing me uh, yeah she's evangelizing on this too we be syncing up okay uh uh like we didn't have we didn't want to do any guest for the recaps because we just weren't but um like she we me and her talked about it in uh like dms and stuff and Mm -hmm. we both feel very similar about the show and i you know i just have to admit i'm just biased at this point and i'm protective of the show protective of misha misha green because i'm i'm a fan of her work Mm uh from underground to this and yeah so i see this i go imagine what the fuck she could have did with underground yeah so i don't even really just want to argue with people about Mm -hmm. it like i know we're gonna be on that panel tomorrow i don't know how everyone feels about the show but i'm just gonna do my damnedest to not even go back and forth with people i'm just gonna Mm -hmm. state my my opinion and leave Mm -hmm. it at that Mm -hmm. everyone's allowed to feel how they feel and that's that's blackness too yes you know so but i just some of these attacks on the show feel so unwarranted man anyway but yeah i'm glad glad you watched i finally broke down to watch i'm so glad i did i still probably won't finish the boys but having this done for us by us made all the difference yes i know you loved i am because she's a, a big doctor who fan oh okay. so i know she fuck with that i am i appreciate that women who look like me body shape wise were featured and not just as sidekicks or comic relief or caregivers i tried watching some of the youtube reactors but found myself increasingly annoyed the only recap on that i found i could stomach was heavy spoilers a white british guy who took what he was seeing as an opportunity to learn about and examine race relations at the time and the impact on the present and incorporate that into his review everyone else missed the fucking point but that's why y'all are the goat yeah i know white reviews <laughs> i didn't i don't listen to anyone else's reviews Mm-mm. but <laughs> from what i, I was uh, hearing so many people was like hey any niggas covering this i'm tired of these white folks i can't imagine that white, was going up and down the timeline i can't imagine because white people just are not educated or have the lived experience of this racial shit and they i guarantee you they weren't treating it the way they did shit like game of thrones where they went and found all the lore and every detail mm-hmm. and all this shit like you you need to go do that but with american history and racial history in the world a lot of them aren't willing to do that about the teaching issue you discussed on tuesday i believe it was tuesday i have a weekly conference call with some former high school classmates and the way teachers are being strong armed back into the classroom is disgusting my classmate who was a high school teacher in colorado was going to try to do uh family medical leave act leave but they told her she would not be paid and she would not qualify for health benefits which she needs she can't take medical leave and use up her sick time they're basically dropping an ultimatum come in or be let go the way their contracts are written where they school where the uh, written there the school district can do this with no legal consequences to them what in illinois a classmate who lives in northern chicago suburbs got an email as a parent mass email asking parents to sign up to be substitute teachers probably because of the number of teachers retiring quitting or taking medical leave yep 
yeah i i'm not trying to go dark and i, I know people might think this is me trying to be funny this is not a joke i'm not joking mm-hmm. what i'm about to say next um i hope that we don't have a rash of like fucking kid kids and uh teachers fucking kids and shit off of this because every time we lower the standards for who gets to be around these kids and teach we always end up with a bunch of fucking scandals and shit not too long in the future because these motherfuckers that show up don't be well screened yes they don't even be in the fields they supposed to be in and shit yes you need people in there that actually care about the kids and aren't trying to fuck them but like you said when you lower the standards you don't get vetted the same yeah this and that like i said that's not a joke Agreed. that's a very real concern i would have as a parent is like a who the fuck of, are you letting around my kids a bunch of substitute teachers yes and then you're forcing the children to go back to school yeah this is that's crazy just hey if you feel like being a a substitute teacher let us know huh the fuck you so who the fuck want to be around kids where they not gonna get paid they ain't been trained and it's not the fucking field they're in right a fucking pedophile uh the and no that doesn't mean all the volunteers are pedophiles you know what the fuck i'm trying to say y'all just this is not it's never good to just rush through shit like this the dashboard she showed me looks like a quantum physics table there is no real way to read that and know what the exposure and infection rates for the school district is our district gave very short notice before starting to transition students back for in-person learning students with iep and 504 plans uh elementary school students even my university is discussing increasing the number of in-person courses and on-campus engagement opportunities by 10 percent in the spring semester starting in january while we are all trying to bring more people back during the fucking flu season beyond me right right you don't know if people coughing and sneezing from the flu or the covid or what right and people ain't gonna know if they got it and what happened if you get both yes right i'm still going to be teaching my course virtually but sigh anyway this is longer than intended keep up the wonderful work and again i'm proud of you guys stay safe love you lots shonda thank you thank you love you back mm-hmm. tasha says uh hey you two i'm so very happy that you got the spotify exclusive deal it is well deserved i've been wrecking wrecking my brain on how you could get your content out to a much larger audience without sacrificing your brand and the spirit of the podcast it looks like you were able to get that done and i hope the mood of spotify will be lucrative and a great match we do too thank you we do too i started listening to 20 in 2015 and gave you a five-star review on stitcher soon after well now i just put five more on it with itunes i'm still confused on how i'll be able to listen on spotify but i'll figure it out congrats again tasha yeah for uh spotify just download the app and type in the black guy who tips our podcast should pop up click on the podcast and you click on the podcast it's a follow button click that follow button and every time we put out a new episode you will get an alert on your phone because you you know you know the pushes you can have it pushed so every time a, a new episode come up it will push an alert across your phone depending on what kind of app app or device you have yeah you can also um uh on your first page when you open up your spotify you scroll down it'll say new episodes of the podcast you listen to it'll mm-hmm. be like oh there's a new episode out mm-hmm. uh julie writes in rod and karen how do you do how do you do and thank you three things one 
lovecraft country is one of the greatest things i've ever seen period i'm not arguing with nobody about this i'm not reading nobody's opinion otherwise about it i'm not having this gift uh, to our people besmirched by anyone who watched the same thing we did and doesn't have the capacity to recognize it as a storytelling gift misha green and them reached back for what the ancestors gave us took it and looked forward to the future to see what was possible there too then walked up to the altar of the present using all the tools at their disposal to sacrifice our hurt and pain and the poor purpose of trans for the purpose of transforming our story they put the foot in their foot in that uh or should i say hand <laughs> <laughs> they put their cybernetic hand in that okay and again especially during the this year i say thank you to uh to you two for allowing us to go along the journey of reveling in this event two it was a cool morning in atlanta as i was walking and listening to the feedback show so it came as a surprise to me when y'all responded to the voicemail from our brother in the uk and my eyeballs started to sweat when we reached out to each other affirm our experiences and let each other know that we're not alone and feeling worried and ashamed and angry that's how we hold each other up and i learned that something better is possible oh mm-hmm. and learned something thank you as a car carrier member of the formerly laid off too ain't nothing comfortable about it but though my uh through my sweat soaked eyeballs i remember that growth is never comfortable and wish and uh wish for him as you and all the family you've created through this podcast growth happiness and the tough space uh, from this tough space in life yes thank you finally through gia's vision we saw ruby was still with us even in a coma yesterday i drove down the street and looked took a photo of the house she's being held in right i'm sure that with karen's permission we can break it to the house and work out a spell that brings your baby back to life every now and then <laughs> right maybe for his next birthday karen peace and love <laughs> and she did include a picture of this house and it do look like that damn house <laughs> and uh that's christine christina williams property uh look christillion's uh look we might not be able to um oh that looks just like that house we might not be able to rent out pootie tang a theater but you know what i'll risk the covid to save my girl okay she down in the basement ruby baby i'm on my way okay we we coming back for season two we not uh uh-uh you're not staying in there um uh 2005 hbcu hogwarts this is from jackie who says hey rod and karen just wanted to say that i absolutely love this recap i agree with everything you said about christina a few people who i spoke to didn't realize how manipulative christina was i felt like she used everyone in the show i'm not sure if she even liked ruby i think she kept ruby close personally for intel because she had that wop lol i was dying laughing at work when you said scissoring save the day baby listen i got stories <laughs> i got stories but they ain't about me (laughs) the ending had me simultaneously in tears and cheering i cried because i really thought they would find a way to save tick but now thinking about it i really like shows that don't have a magical happy happy ending all the time tick gave the ultimate sacrifice for his family i had to cheer when d choked christina to death rod when you said the term full circle not only meant the events of the show but also how the ancestors came through and d finished it it i wanted to say hallelujah yes yes even the the full circle they uh they use that that salt mm-hmm. uh, like Down on the ground yeah that epsom salt d had the same energy i would have had if any if i if an enemy like 
uh if i had an enemy like christina she has to die because she's gonna keep coming for us if i let her live to be honest i thought d was going to be let king rip her to shreds i don't know which death would have been better p.s i'm going to become a patreon again so welcome me to the new members class please i download spotify so i won't miss any episodes love you guys jackie. oh thank you thank you jackie yeah i i think d doing it herself actually matters because that meant she was willing to to actually uh get into it you know because these whole thing is their thing was protector 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 don't get involved don't tell her nothing leave her out of shit she was like no 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 i, I got to deal with this and i'm in this and the thing is that goes back to what montrell said was that you can't hide this shit from kids like they would it's the heritage it's yes. the legacy and she's gonna carry it forward mm-hmm. and she and she and she showed exactly and she's like, hey, i ain't scared i i can do it i ain't you <laughs> i'm not yeah i'm not scared brie and said brie says hey y'all you may have answered this already and i may have missed it are you and bossy coming back to review the new season of this is us yes we are okay. me and bossy already talked that's about coming it. soon ain't it it's like next week okay how the fuck they film that i don't know i don't know either i've seen the commercials be, for it everyone's just gonna be in mask on set it's, it's, it's gonna be all uh, anime like they must be in the nba bubble to film that shit <laughs> also this may be a bit much for spoiled movie reviews i was curious if y'all watched the haunting of hill house or blind manor on netflix super great shows highly recommend i have not watched those i'm normally not a fan of horror so you know i saw a couple of them and then netflix be doing this tricky shit with my algorithm it just showed me the black people and things <laughs> so it's gotten to the point so where it's all black i shit. never i never know if it's black people in it and, ah! they, and they the main characters or they just took a still shot of like the two black characters in the roster it's, and trying to trick me into watching it it's uh it's netflix and oh when they took a picture you go oh that's a nigga so we're gonna be sure that everybody is are they black but yeah they're the, like the third character below the there's like fuck it put him up there so He'll click so it's haunting of hill house an actual black horror thing or is it just or is it just they showed me the black person that's in it i don't oh, know i don't know i mean not that you know I, anyway i don't know what i watch on spotify i might i mean on um, netflix i may or may not watch it i don't know anyways congrats on spotify deal see y'all on the other side moving on up Bree. thank you yeah and if i watch a tv show we won't do a sport movie review on it we only do those for uh we only do sport movie reviews for movies mm-hmm. uh casey says uh hey rod and karen i sure hope this makes it in before you all record i just wanted to say congratulations as you two move on up to the deluxe apartment in the sky with green walls and black trim you all have been uh, an inspiration to podcasters content creators and just regular internet black folks in general proving that it's possible to succeed by setting goals others might not understand and working towards them thank you both for giving me a place to digest the news as crazy it can get these past six years six yeah six plus years filtered through familiar voices that i can relate to i know it's been especially helpful and therapeutic to my many people during these past three and a half years and with any luck come on america please do the right thing the next four years we'll be able to let you have a little more fun on that front nigga i will be so glad because i'll be like god damn i know i will be able to go outside again not just it's not just that i mean i'll be so glad if we can just get this dude out of here yes you know what i mean i mean it's bad enough but it's it's what what biden said when he first started running the primaries was fucking true and he spoke to the soul of america in a way that nobody wanted to give him credit for because they tried to act like it was cowardice and 
centrism and all this other shit but when he said and i think about this shit like every day literally every day when he said if you vote for me you have a president that you don't have to turn on the news and see his ass on the news every day right i said you know what bro you know what (laughs) that's a great fucking point i miss them days you know how fucking calm i used to be with obama in here and it's not calm because i thought the world didn't have problems but i just knew this motherfucker wasn't actively waking up every day trying to create a new one and the thing is every president before this nigga we did not see like this like literally democrat yeah. Republic, we did not see them like this exactly i would love to just be able like oh that nigga just doing his job yeah anyway congrats once again and on your way uh out of potomatic please be sure to give one last look around the empty virtual apartment on your way out and turn the lights off dramatically we will yes i'll definitely need to post that will smith uh picture yeah uh our girl marlene writes in howdy rod and karen i hope this email finds you well there was a question on a lovecraft country facebook group asking where are the sundown towns in 2020 and there were over 700 responses with cities Mm -hmm. and states where black folks know not to be at the dark i hadn't prepared a i hadn't prepared a list 2020 sundown locations Mm-hmm. yeah yeah they're, they're, they're all they're all across the country somebody yeah. can make a safe negroes travel book today right and a lot of people actually google like is it safe for black people and actually will get reviews and shit about uh you know is this place you know safe for people yes there's a lot of places you know oh i know my black ass don't need to be in this city when the sun goes down my great-grandmother was Letty's color with red hair she experienced the joy of passing as a white woman i remember my grandmother who was in her 80s at the time telling me a story of being with her mother and trying to get a cab the driver welcomed the white woman but questioned the nigger child she he wouldn't allow my grandmother in the cab my great-grandmother's privilege disappeared when uh she has her brown children with her i don't think about the fact i didn't think about the fact that my parents and grandparents lived through what we were watching right i hadn't prepared for my mother to remember the pain of growing up and still segregated chicago my mom shared a few stories with me as well yeah that's what's so interesting is we don't have to go that far back in the past but uh a lot has been done to make it this shit feel distant yeah and, and, and that's the thing that kills me that's why I, I you know my third hour with the black and white shit and you know this is why they want you to make think is think the shit is old if people are still alive to tell you about the history is it history is it history Um, I wasn't prepared for the heaviness that would come from watching Lovecraft Country. I'm unpacking the emotions from it all. Have a fantastic weekend. Be well, Marlene. Thank you. Thank you. And the last one is from Ahmad, aka Infrared Crypto. So you know what this is. It's about to be some beats. Yay! Um, let me uh make sure to I like to put the name on the file. Yes, so you can remember so I, I like to know who made them yes because if not i'll forget because so many people are submitting but yeah this is a my infrared crypto and i hope all is well just wanted to send you a track i created for coronavirus segment on the show hope you enjoy it and if it isn't too late to submit it 
no it's not it's never too y'all can continue to submit yeah, something y'all can continue to submit every week man honestly it's kind of a relief because i knew we had a lot of talented musical people that listen but it always i don't want to turn our show into like the send us 12 beats and we'll like listen to the beats because you know uh i just don't we're not a music show and shit mm-hmm. but to find like oh here's a way to like create be creative spread the word about your talent have it heard on the show and have it be part of the show i feel like that's dope and that feels more like our show like yes family because y'all and y'all get our vibe um as always i look forward to hearing from you and karen every week thank you so much ahmad all right let's check this out this is for coronavirus news. coronavirus first of all this beat is hard as hell um and i feel like it's in the lane of coronavirus news in that uh some of the songs are just named coronavirus yes but, <laughs> like there's no rap about coronavirus it's just like coronavirus so I'm, I'm with this so uh yeah we need something to transition into coronavirus news uh that's not us playing other people's copyrighted work anyway so uh yeah thank you man we're mm-hmm. gonna use this joint yes sir all right this has been a long long ass uh feedback show the longest one we've done in a long time uh it ain't been this long in a hot minute three and a half hours and we started this shit at night so we did a lot of talking my nigga yeah so thank y'all for listening y'all make it worth it being long now i just want y'all to know yes you do that uh you know we love talking to our fans and if y'all write in a lot y'all have a lot to say we're gonna have a lot to say right back so we appreciate y'all until next time I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.